Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of November 12th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Fulter Court. Hey, how's it going? It's going, man. Uh, so, I, I, this week, I guess we're going to jump right into what I've been playing, and we're going to take your stuff kind of at the end, since we've yeah. been playing a lot of the same stuff. And not only that, but um, I usually am playing nothing, so this is a huge turnaround. I'm going to have comments to make on shit. <laughs> for sure. Um... So let's get this in order. Uh, we have, first up, we've been playing Fallout, definitely been playing Fallout 76, but we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, as well, I, I don't think we're going to spend too much time on it since we wrapped it up last week, but I'm still hmm. playing Red Dead. Yep. Um, you, I know you said that you've been kind of drifting yeah, yeah. away from it. Yeah, I'm sort of like falling off on Red Dead. It, it's just... Um, uh, I don't know. It's 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 got such a huge amount of downtime built into the game. Like, mm-hmm. I'm at this point. What I do is there's a marker on my map. I go run over there, and then I run back to base and I camp or whatever. And then I run and mm-hmm. go do a quest. And then I run back. And my time doing the quest is like six minutes. My travel time to and from is like ten minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's one of the things that's that's a real bummer. A lot of the quests. I feel like are um, they feel they just feel like fetch quests. Even if you're going to do something, yeah, because like you know you'll start a quest back. and it's like, oh, Lenny wants to take me to go investigate this thing over here, and we're gonna rob this dude's car. And like you go to do that, and you're riding with Lenny on the road, and it takes so long that you run out of like question prompts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's nothing to say because it goes on for so long. You're like. Oh, hey, Lenny, tell me about uh, your parents. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I didn't really know my mom, but, you know, my dad raised me and he taught me this shit. And, like, uh, you know, I always get really nervous around so-and-so because blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it runs out and you're just, like, silently riding along for, like, three mm-hmm. full solid minutes of yeah. just holding the button down to advance on, at speed on your horse because you can't go too fast and they'll stop and wait for you to come back. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like... and. The whole mission is like two minutes, and it's just a real quick shootout, and you're done. Yeah, and later in the podcast, we're going to run into uh, some cool tips and tricks mm-hmm. uh, for Red Dead. Yeah, you need anything hopefully you make can this to a like, little bit. Yeah, to speed it up, to make it a little yeah, more interesting. Yeah, to curve that like mid-game like wow. There, you know? yeah, there really is like a, a huge, especially like right after you move camp for the first time. There's a huge slump. I mean, it feels like when you got to Mexico in the first game. Yes. We're like, yeah. I can and, see and, people I mean, like permanently backing down from the game because of how slow it is. Yeah, I mean, you're doing like little stuff. Like, there's like a whole area where you can't use weapons all of a sudden. There's like, you're going out fishing and you're doing like this and that, and it's like, wah, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I'm still, like, personally, I'm still finding the game really rewarding. I still think it's, I think it's fun to shoot, I think it's fun to hunt, to try to unlock stuff as the camp grows, you know, making sure that the camp has everything it needs, like, I mean, one of the big things that, like, I still do even, like, the camp chores every once in a while. Oh, like, yeah, I'll still, I'll, like, I'll as I'm walking by, I'll grab, like, a bale of hay and I'll throw it somewhere. Um, but yeah, let's not spend too much time on Red Dead since we talked about it a ton. Yeah. Um, Next up, I know we've both been playing, not together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're waiting for the second game to play that together, but we've been playing Divinity. I've been playing with Pacey Pasta Man, and you've been playing with Shannon. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts so far? 
Uh, I like it. Uh, it definitely is like, um, it has the opposite problem of Red Dead. And this is something that I actually ran into this while I was playing uh, Pillars of Eternity. And on uh, Pillars, I actually, it, it made me drop the game. Um, like, I'm just going to move mm -hmm. on to their more modern, better stuff, like uh, Tyranny specifically. And mm -hmm. um, it, it, like, pretty early on in the game. So I'm in that, like, seaside town in the very beginning after you get, like, right. the fucking uh, astral projection shit going on. And, like, um, there's just so much shit going on. There's, like, a hundred people in this town that all want to talk to you about some dumbass shit going on. And it's, like, yes. I don't know if I have the energy to, like, go, like, read and learn about all these missions. Like, <clears throat> I think RPGs are, like, particularly prone to fall into this kind of thing of, like, overloading you. Because it's, like, oh, well, just, yeah. you know, just play the way you want and ignore the ones you don't like. But it's, like... No, dude, you have to, like, make a good game and then I'll play it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that, like, instead of, do, like, where other games would be like, okay, here's an optional book to read. Mm. They read you that whole book exactly. while you're standing there talking to somebody. And it's just like, fuck. I mean, some of these um, conversations you get in, like, I ran into the fucking, like, pyramid scheme uh, adventurer guys that are like, so if you mm -hmm. join our crew, then when you, you'll get a 15% cut of any mission you do under our mercenary banner and then if you hire somebody else you'll get 10 percent of their cut and it's like okay <laughs> this is a pyramid yeah. scheme obviously i, I kind of <laughs> wanted to go through with it just to see what would happen but i was like uh i don't like me and shannon are gonna kind of try to run through the good stuff and, and ignore the shit stuff you know yeah we uh we ended up doing that the cat in the in that inn as well has a, a hilarious mission mm -hmm. um yep that's pretty fun yep um but yeah, I think we're just now about halfway through ourselves. Damn, and this um, game's like huge too. It's it's real big. It's there's like, four a, like a lot. There's a just a ton to do, mm -hmm. and especially when you're playing with another player. If I was playing this solo and I was running through each person, I'd be like, okay, let's do this, 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 this. Go. Everything right. goes. It happens. Their right. turn, and then my turn again. But I, it's like I go, Pasty goes, I go. Pacey goes, enemies go in between there or, you know, wherever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know, it, fe it feels so much slower. Like, especially yeah. when you're sitting there just waiting for the other person to do what they're doing. Right. It's like, shit. But, um, it's not too bad. I mean, you get a lot of, uh, like, cool stuff and then you get to bounce off each other. Like, um, one of the new things, I got this Tinker toy that blows up. Mm-hmm. So I'll cool. drop that well behind, and then I know Pasty goes next, and I'll move forward, but he'll take it and teleport that Tinker Toy into battle mm -hmm. and drop it behind them and just blow up everything behind them, mm -hmm. forcing them to come to us. Yeah, that's pretty it's, cool. It's, yeah, there's just a lot of little cool back and forths that you can do, um, mm -hmm. and that's I, I think that's awesome. Um, I can't wait to see how Divinity 2 tackles it. Um and yeah, I mean, especially see what that's like with more players as well, uh, since I know you're yeah, um, going to yeah. be joining us for two. But yeah, so that one's um, fun. yeah, I mean, overall, um, like I'm a little worried about it, but I, I know that this tends to be like front loaded in RPGs. So like mm -hmm. each time you get to a new town, there'll be a ton of that shit, and then it'll kind of go away. Is usually what happens. So yeah, I'm not like mega worried about it. Yeah, and I think at this point we've only managed to hit about two towns. So, okay. Um, but that, there's still areas like sub areas that we haven't checked out, and mm -hmm. a bunch of other stuff. So, 
um, a lot of cool battles, a lot of cool stories, and it, I definitely recommend it for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool. All right. Um, and uh, the last two things I've been playing, um, I jumped back in and played a bit of Fortnite with uh, uh, my sister Jess and Rykoma, who's now uh, one of the writers on MGI. We have him. Uh, nice. He's actually sent his second article we're just kind of going over it so he can you know understand our flow and how we do stuff and then you know he can get on board with how we do stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah they've released a bunch of new stuff they partnered with the nfl and they have uh nfl skins now you can pick whatever team you want as well whatever number you want mm-hmm. so uh it, it's a cool customization um not for everybody, but you know, it's still it's it's kind of neat. Um, and uh, they've introduced one of the areas uh, that was destroyed is now like back up and running, um, and it's a little bit different, which is kind of cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, it it's, it continues to be you know the same game, kind of like a um, kind of like a constant, I guess, mm-hmm. which. Uh, I haven't had. I, I personally haven't had a good constant game that I play all the time outside of mobile for a yeah. while. So that's fun, even if I only play it like once a week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and as well, um, we did have the community day yesterday for Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, which I got was, it on that. Um, Cyndaquil. Uh, Cyndaquil. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. get all the Typhlosion. I got like enough rares to have, or enough uh, shinies to get all of the. Um, all three of the Pokemon shiny, cool. as well as normal. So that's pretty rad. Um, yeah, what you said you get on you got in on that as well. Yeah, I did not get a shiny. Uh, we caught it like sort of right at the end because um, mm-hmm. it ended at five. So yeah. uh, we were out, and there was like I was surrounded by like three Cyndaquils at four fifty nine, and I'm just like throwing mad balls everywhere, and all of a sudden it expired <laughs> and they vanished. It was pretty brutal. I got one of them. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. So, yeah, I, yeah, I like we we had it kind of planned out. Mm-hmm. We were just trying to plan our weekend. We knew we had to go to Disney for a uh, a Christmas gift anyway. Okay. Um. So, like, we were we were going. It was like a park exclusive thing, mm-hmm. and um, we just kind of worked that out to work in Community Day as well. Yeah. So that, that was that's that was cool. kind of cool. cool. Uh, I feel like there was something else. Pokemon Go oriented. Oh, um, yeah, we we did a raid and got a Giratina as well. Oh, very nice. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super surprising because uh, we jump in and we're like, okay, maybe you know, there's no one in the raid, but maybe they're just waiting for people to get in the raid. So mm-hmm. we jump in and we were ready to, you know, we were ready to battle. Uh, nobody else jumped in. And we're like, well, it's only like 38. Like maybe we have a shot. We got about halfway through it, and we're like, no. Uh, like it's not. We're halfway through, and he's not down to half health, so yeah. we're not going to do this. Yeah. Um, so we backed out, and then when we backed out, we noticed that there was another group going in with like eight people. We're like, fuck. It so thanks a lot. <laughs> um, we just jumped into theirs. It didn't count. It didn't take away our raid pass, mm. which was really nice. Uh, okay. It just well, like, yeah, carried I, over from I've been able to build up a fuck shit ton <clears> of. Um... Uh, premium raid passes, anyways, but yeah, that's cool. To oh, yeah, yeah. Raid pass back anyway. 
Yeah, and we yeah, I ended up getting it. Ashley ended up not missing or missing the hmm. like he just wouldn't stay in the ball. There was nothing to be done. Yeah. Like hitting him with the um the golden raz as well as getting an excellent throw. Mm-hmm. It just yeah, sometimes he just he, don't give a he, fuck. Impervious. Yeah. yeah. So you know yeah, you, you win some, you a, lose if some. If you don't get him on an excellent throw, it ain't happening. Yeah, she uh, she got what what is that kind of like um, killer whale looking Pokemon starts with a K, like uh, Kyogre. Oh, Kyogre, yeah, Ky- yeah, Kyogre. Um, she got him. I missed it. Kyogre sounds raids. cool as fuck, to be honest. Yeah, but yeah, <coughs> uh, that's pretty much what we've been up to. Like I said, we have a little bit more on Red Dead, a little bit more on Fallout, yeah. a bit later in the podcast. So uh, we'll talk about it a bit more. Um, but give me one second here. I oh no, we're good. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll jump into. We've already done all of our monthly, so we'll just jump into games releasing. Sure. Uh, but before that, if you guys get the chance, head over to Facebook.com/backslashmammothgamesing. Check all the top news, video game stuff over there. All the stuff we talk about here on the podcast, we also share over there. Um, and I do want to. Uh, send a what the fuck to Facebook for taking away the ability to have a live video pinned. right in your old uh, pinned or even in your like feed. Oh really? You, you just can't, like... it, you can't you can't put it in there. It's under its own tab called live video. That sucks. It's it's really bad. So um I think moving forward I'm just gonna have to okay. record the video uh like Post I'll like do a live a record. Yeah. Post it as a video rather than a live record because okay, fully Facebook sucks. hates us. Yeah, but um, go check out all that stuff. That's cool. Um, as well, follow us on Twitter. Uh, just so you know, when we go live, do junk just like this and mm-hmm. post really stupid gifts. So, um, yeah, let's jump into games releasing. These are the games releasing November twelfth through the eighteenth. Um, and I, yeah, I guess I'll go first. Um, Tuesday, November 13th for PC, PS4, and Xbox One from uh, uh, IO Interactive. Yep. Uh, yeah, they've got all their stuff back for them. But Hitman 2. Um, you know, if you like uh, if you liked Hitman... Well, if you like Hitman at all, you're already excited for this. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. But if you specifically liked the seasonal Hitman uh, for, like, the relaunch or the reboot of Hitman, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna like this. This, for me, this game was uh, just uh, the first game was just a lot of fun, and this looks like it's just gonna be more of that. Um, mm-hmm. By the first gameplay, game, the the first recent release. Like yeah, the first like re-release. Yeah, yeah, that was done under okay Square Enix. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, th- I mean, there's just a lot. There's just like. There's a lot of ways to tackle the job, and mm-hmm. that's the most fun about this game. Like, you can do the same mission five times and not even get anywhere near uh, doing the same thing yeah. again, like over and over again. Um, they they're doing away with their seasonal uh, stuff, and they're releasing it all as one. Right? There's mm-hmm. no. Yeah, yeah. They're, basically, they'll just be. I mean, you know, you buy the game, and the game itself is the season pass, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So you'll I just mean, are... get content unlocked as it comes out, pretty much. Oh, really? I thought it was all like one big thing. Um, uh, okay. Well, there's a lot more. It's going to launch with more than they had in the past. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they'll be doing minor updates. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be adding a couple maps here and there. Um, they're going to add in the challenges just as part of the game now. Sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that one that one's looking pretty good. That's the first one for November 13th. Hell yeah, baby. Um, so the second game coming out on that Tuesday, uh, Spyro Reignited Trilogy got pushed back to this date. Yes. Um, so that's coming from uh, Toys for Bob Activision on PS4 and Xbox. Um, I mean, you, you know, what is there to say? I mean, it, it, they've had to definitely completely rework the graphics and most likely have reworked the majority, if not all, of the code for this, right? Um, the code, I'm not 100% sure, but I, like... I feel like they kept uh, like some of the code, and I then mean, they just like updated it. It maybe I don't know I, though. I know that the Spyro games were like gameplay wise were really strong for the time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they've just been able to kind of smooth some of that shit out. Um, Grim can fuck off, and basically <laughs> like I, I, I mean it looks extremely good still. I like that there's no context of like why Grim would be Nobody going to, to fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, Spyro. Like when I was growing up, it was one of the, it was one of the big games. You know, mm. I mean, it was like this I mean, and Crash were two of the biggest games. Make like, ever. the um, PlayStation One. Yeah. So definitely. Kind of um, banjo. Um, what that was nine sixty four. I mean, of that era, these were the games that were like... Yeah, like Jack and Dexter, yeah, Ratchet Jack and, and Dexter Clank. And what, what was Ratchet and Clank later? It was later. PS2, I think. Yeah. Um, but, like, one of the things that just has me kind of stoked is... I know you rescue the dragons. Um, like, the elder dragons, mm. uh, because they were all turned to stone. As you're, as you're like, rescuing them, they have different looks. And they had different looks originally, but it was like... The graphics were so shitty. Yeah, back really then it was like one was red and one was blue. <laughs> it was like, who cares? But in here, they have, like, personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they know what kind of game Spyro is. They know, like, what it's all about. And, like, they really, they really like, leaned into it heavy. Yeah. Um, it looks great. Uh, and I'm hoping that, like, it has some updated mechanics that are great as well. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel, like, old and clunky. Exactly. Um, I mean, it, it does look like they've done some significant upgrades because I mean, I'm sure people remember me like kind of bitching about um, how some of these like remastered games are looking. Mm-hmm. Like this, this really looks like a remake, not a like reupholster. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This looks um, like it, like they like looks a really yeah. fixed. Every, like almost like they sit down and they're like okay well let's just look at the original game and let's just make that whole thing over again right. from scratch that, that is what it so looks like. yeah really good hell yeah all right uh, uh and then we'll jump into okay. since we both have something to say about this one yeah um games traditionally release on tuesday uh but as you know moving forward uh, nintendo does their own thing other companies are doing their own thing yep. um as well Bethesda's doing their own thing for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, Wednesday, November 14th, we'll have Fallout 76. Uh, you can enjoy a little of our gameplay uh, yeah. from the other day while we talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, this one's a big one. Like, we're now getting into, like, as we were writing this, I remember you going, yep, now we're getting into some of the big, like, the big dick stuff. Yep. Like, the big games for holiday. Big um, 
Yeah, I mean, with Hitman and Spyro, you know, a couple, like, one day before this. Mm-hmm. And then just a couple days later, what else we have coming out is kind of crazy. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so far, uh, like, how, after you've played it and you've had time to digest it, uh, how do you, like, how do you feel? Yeah, I like... About the game. For Fallout 76, is definitely... Either I need to get those private servers quick, or I'm like, what I'm looking at right now is wait until nobody's playing the game anymore and then log on and hopefully get into an abandoned server. Like that's my goal. <laughs> um, well, I, I I do I do want to point out because I thought it was going to be a big issue as well not mm-hmm. having that private server. Yeah. I mean, uh, myself and uh, like Blonde Bombshell, we played every single. Yeah, you played all the the sessions together. I think. Yeah, and, um, you know, we were on the hunt for something specific, but, you yeah. know, we never found it, so... I'm hunting for beef? Fuck our lives. Um, we, were, we were hunting for Mothman and... Uh, uh-huh. Or that... They call him the Mega Sloth. Um, Ooh, yeah, the Mega Sloth. We, we never found it. We did find, find the Grafton um, mascot. Yeah, a couple, a couple Grafton monsters, couple and days. also you guys saw that, like, dragon thing, right? Yeah, the Scourge Demon? Yeah, sure. The thing that's turning the, the ghouls... The feral ghouls and the like, spicy boys, smarter scorch ghouls, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought it was going to be a bigger problem, like having people be assholes. Yeah. Uh, and I was fully ready after I found my first nuke key mm-hmm. to be one of those assholes. Oh, to just fuck shit um, up everywhere and known to man. <laughs> yeah. By the end of it, I had only found two keys. Okay. So I I feel like it's going to be a hard time to find those. Um, and even at that, if someone does wipe out everything, it's mm-hmm. still it's still like it's still cool because if you blueprint your if you blueprint your house on the regular, you know, you do it once every time um, you like you make do, a significant change, yeah, yeah, or every time you log off, you just or, yeah. grab it and yeah. blueprint it and delete the old one. Um, you know, you're fine, but finding out that the best like everything in the game comes from when someone nukes a spot, mm. it, it has harder monsters in there. You can Better find loot. some of the best weapons and armor yeah. and loot. Um, yeah, and it changes the the mm. landscape. You can get enemies in there that just aren't anywhere else. Um, you know, that kind of changed it for me. But, but one of the bigger things, like when we played the whole game, we ran into maybe five people mm-hmm. throughout every session all put together. Okay. So yeah, it's like there, um... there were not a lot of people, and I don't know why. So it's I found I found that really interesting, but it also made me go like, okay, the private servers are useful, and mm-hmm. and another thing is you can actually in the settings just turn on pacifist mode. Oh yeah, that yeah yeah that that doesn't really bother me. Like I don't know, my issue is not the fact that other people are allowed to have fun. Mm-hmm. It's like. I don't want, like, my Fallout world does not have these idiots running around doing the wave emoji at me. Right. Like, I that I can't square that in my brain. You know? Like, okay. I'm fine with playing multiplayer. I don't understand why they didn't just release a, put out a $5, a $10 DLC for Fallout 4 that lets you play multiplayer. Like, co-op yeah. multiplayer. That, I would have much preferred to do that. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it, you I, I, know, there's there's definitely questions on like, I mean, I can see why it would be easier to 
say, um, you know, we'll make a world where we don't have story conflicts because everyone's story is handled through text. Um, you know, two people can both complete their quest at the same time and they don't have to talk to this person and have a weird multiplayer dialogue going on or anything. Um, like, I understand all that, but, mm. like, I would have much preferred to just play, um, you know, Fallout 4 with one co-op friend, which would have been much easier than making an MMO with, you know, 10, 15 people on a server or whatever it is. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's like, and this could be, like I'm saying, like, once there is, like, I'm definitely, I feel bad about there not really being NPCs for the most part. Like, I, I think mm -hmm. that that makes a lot of cool stuff happen. I don't like Vats being just a target assister anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but th those are little things that I can overlook, you know. Like, the thing that gets me is that um, th that kind of, like, the ability for other people to fuck up my game, whether they're intending to or not. Like, somebody nuking my settlement or whatever doesn't really, you know, that's not really going to fuck me up too much. But, like, mm -hmm. the, uh, I mean, this is Bethesda we're talking about, so there's been, of course, server issues as expected with any kind of online launch anymore. Uh, actually, there it's been better than I was expecting the performance to be. To be honest, it's been yeah, it's been a lot, a lot better than I expected. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every time that I've been booted, you know, aside from uh, like what seems to be more like the PlayStation mm. crashing rather than oh, that's gonna happen uh, too. Yeah, the game actually crashing. Yeah, um, I, I don't think I've had. I think I've had. One, I had maybe one or two blue screens the mm. whole the whole time. Um, and it wasn't in the later, it was in the earlier yeah. streams for us. Yep. Um, which was really surprising. I expected a lot of that. I also expected to fall through the map a lot more and there are a lot, be a lot more like game breaking bugs, but the bugs that we found are standard, like, okay, this guy died, um, on floor two, but if mm. you go back down to floor one, you see him like hanging from the ceiling by one leg, like swinging yeah. back and forth yeah. or, um, like one of the one of the new best uh, best bugs is uh, the character's neck stretching way out with their head really far off. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. I mean, that's you know that's one of those things too where like that kind of stuff would happen in the single player game, anyways. Right. Like right. Especially the people like dangling on geometry and shit. Like that's yep. gonna happen in Fallout no matter what. Um, For sure. I just like. MMO is not what I demand out of this. Kind of like exactly my issue with um, Elder Scrolls. Like, the Elder Scrolls online was a lot more different from the core Elder Scrolls games than this is different from core Fallout, which I definitely mm -hmm. appreciate. But, um... Uh, yeah, it's it's just not... It's not even going to be in my attention until I can t force to, like, play it by myself or only with people that I invite, you know? <clears throat> okay, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, for me personally, like, I'm still interested in it. Um, I struggled back and forth on whether I, you know, like, what edition that I'm going to buy. Mm. Um, even in the last few days, I was like, maybe I should just pop down to the Tricentennial. Um, but I, I think I was pretty much talked into keeping the other edition since I already have it. Well, you need that fucking um, helmet. That helmet's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping there's some cool shit on the map, so... Mm. That that's one of the other reasons. The maps maps recently in games have been really cool. 
like with some just cool extra shit that you wouldn't get um like outside of having it like god of war had a really cool thing on their map um what was the other one uh oh yeah well grand theft auto um uh grand theft auto 5 had the whole black light you had to mm. take a black light over it to see the like hidden markings yeah which was really cool. Um, and God knows what Red Dead had, uh, since you had to buy a $100 crate outside of the main game. Yeah, really. Um, so, who knows? Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm still on board with it. I thought I would be done and bored with the game by the time it came out and the betas were over. Mm. Um, but it's actually quite the opposite. There's still so much that I feel like I didn't get to see. Mm-hmm. And there was like stuff that I that you just... like We weren't allowed to do. Not because the game didn't let us, but because there was, like, it was, like, gated. Mm-hmm. It was, like, level gated or, um, you know, you had to do other things first. And, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, one of my big, one of my other big problems with the game is, uh, I feel like if you're in a party and someone, you guys are all on the same mission and you've been on the same mission, even if you're not on the, you know, even if you didn't get the mission together, if you got them like separate and then you come together, but you're in the same spot or Mm. you catch up to where, you know, the person furthest along is. um, Mm. I feel like those missions should should sync up. So if someone's like, okay, you got to restart this radio broadcast and you press the button to restart the radio broadcast, that person gets, you know, the updated mission. Yeah. So should the rest of the team. But that's not how it works. Each person has to click that fucking button to start the radio broadcast. And it's like, uh... yeah. And they still have single player in mind, you know? Yeah. I mean, they definitely, um, like, it, it, you know... I, like, this game is just a little off for me. It's not, like, a complete miss, but it's enough that mm-hmm. I'm going to ignore it until I have a whole block of time to dedicate to it, you know? Right, right. Which, I don't know, that sucks. Like, I would prefer it just be what I want. (laughs) Yeah. But I understand that it doesn't work like that. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I I can't tell if it would have been better for them to uh, go back to how Fallout 1 and 2 functioned Mm -hmm. for something like this. I don't, well, um, I don't know. It would have been interesting if they would have come out and been like, oh, if you loved 1 and 2, you can pick this up for, you know, $40. And mm-hmm. it has this, like, simplified thing. And they could have brought it to, like, other stuff, you know? They could have yeah. brought it to, like, stuff that could handle, like, lower multiplayer capabilities. Um, <laughs> what was Grim saying? Uh, was good to watch, especially with you and Filter, even the weird voice sound he had with his other mic. Oh, yeah. At first it was like a little tinny or something, and it, uh, it was kind of fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting, like, when I get this condenser mic to see if, like, I actually sound different on mm-hmm. uh, when I'm using that. Well, I, I don't know. I'm going to be using it for my stream, too, so it doesn't... It'll just be, a, I guess, upgrade. Yeah. All right. Um, so, you know, I guess that's... That's about all I have on Fallout 76. Um, for yeah. me, it's fun. For you, uh, wait and see, I guess, yeah? It's definitely a wait and see. Uh, it's something I'm for sure like going to be keeping like a peepers peeped on. Yeah. Um, and they're, like, we also don't know what they're going to be like adding to the game. We don't know if there's going to be like a season pass style like series of DLCs like they've done with the other Fallout games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot we don't know. We just kind of have to 
I guess, you know, wait and see on that. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they uh, what they come up with. Um, I mean, you just really never know. But, I mean, as of where I've played, there's still a lot to do. Like, we didn't even got... Like, we we checked out a little bit of the main area around the vault. And we went a little bit into the next area mm-hmm. because the map is kind of, like, graded in a weird way. Right. Where it has, like, you have, like, a greener area and then it looks like a, like more, like explode like area where like something some some shit went down <laughs> some real shit went down where there's like no grass and no trees and they're all burned and then there's a worse area that looks like it's beyond that mm. going out on like a like a, a radial pattern rather than a like just a section that's blocked off mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't know it'll be fun to see um i know i'm gonna i'll probably start up that stream wednesday um Actually, I think we'll have almost a full party on Wednesday. That's dope. Yeah, so it'll be pretty cool to see. So if you are interested, you can come to my channel and check that out. Cool, let's move on to the 16th. Um, you want me to take the first one? Do you want to take the second one, or do you want to... Uh, yeah, I'll take the second one. Okay. Uh, so Friday the 16th, uh, coming to the Switch from Nintendo and Pokemon Company. Uh the Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu um, finally releasing. Uh, not exactly the game that the Pokemon fans want, but I do think it's a huge step in the right direction. Yeah, this is something um, that, like, the more I see of it, the more I'm, like, extremely fucking into it. Right. Um, I Yeah, I, I agree. Um, this will be another game that I'll be streaming. I'll definitely be streaming this on, um, on Friday. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like... This month is probably the biggest month for me. Like, next month, I'm stoked to get um, the game that you've already preloaded, you know, Super Smash Ultimate. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, that's really it. I'm going to be coasting on the rest of these games until, you know, early next year or whatever. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's a, there's a ton of cool things that are uh, that are happening with this game. Um you uh you don't battle the Pokemon to capture them. You capture them Pokemon Go style, which a lot of people look at as a negative. Mm. Um, but the battle comes in where you can battle other trainers, like PvP style, or um, NPC trainers that are just in the game. Mm. Uh, so battling everything else will be the exact same. It's just the way you capture and encounter Pokemon will be different. Um, right. The the graphics are super crisp. Um, you know, all of the Pokemon are really cool. I think there's... I don't know how many Pokemon are technically in the game, but just from a standard count, if there's, the you know, the original 151, and then they've introduced this... Uh, uh, it's like a ditto with, like, uh, a piece of hardware on its head. Like yeah. a like like a bolt or a nut or a whatever. Fat I don't know if nut. It he has a fat nut on his head. Um, Nothing wrong. You, uh, I mean... That's that's one more. So who knows how many you know will be in the game altogether, yeah. or if they're gonna just incorporate the like baby forms of certain Pokemon like Kaliva and uh, Pichu and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game's also multiplayer. There's also an edition that comes with a Pokeball. It's like mm-hmm. you can use it as a controller. It's literally just a Pokeball, I'm and you that, can take way. that Pokeball with you and the Pokemon that's in it. Uh, I don't know what benefits you get out of that. I don't know if it counts kind of like a 
how you walk with buddies in mm-hmm. Pokemon Go. Um, but that's another cool feature. You can transfer your Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Let's Go yep. um, via the Safari Zone. So this is basically red and blue. Uh, so you just go to the Safari Zone. Instead of it being like the big Safari Zone, it's the... Um, I don't know, it's like a an area where you can access all of the Pokemon that you've transferred. And you can take them with you or do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you do have to kind of like... Uh, like get their opinion of you to be higher to be able to take them with you. They won't just be able to join your team. So if you okay. have like an extra Moltres, you have to. There's something you have to do in that Safari Zone to make it work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, really interesting. And like I said, it's not the exact thing that fans wanted. They wanted that hardcore, you know, standard Game Boy uh, Pokemon or you know DS, 3DS, whatever. Right. Um, on this portable console and it's not that which is a little unfortunate but it's close to that mm-hmm. so um you know and they are working on another pokemon game i do know that right yeah they've said they have a core um you know pokemon rpg in the works um i like the more i've seen of pokemon let's go the more excited i am for it um i, I just think it has like you know, as they've showed more and more of the game, it's essentially a rebuild of, like, Red and Blue with these new mechanics, you know, several new Pokemon. The battles have more going on and sort of implementing some of the Pokemon Go mechanics, which is, like, mm-hmm. how could they not at this point? Like, Pokemon Go was so fucking massive that, like, to not lean into that as hard as you can, you would be an idiot, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, at, at one point, it was the most downloaded app. Like, it was being downloaded more than, like, Facebook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it uh, is. It was and, fucking huge. And it's still it's still really big. Yeah. Like, no matter where, no matter where I go. Like, mm. like, even, like, Facebook groups that are, like, dedicated to video games that are completely, like, on another, um, like, that, you know, they, they don't focus on video games as much as they focus on the group that's presenting the video games. Right. They're still like, hey, here's my friend code. Add me. I need more friends to send me gifts. And, you know, I have extra gifts that I need, that I would like to send to people. Yeah. Um, and I see that, like, a couple times a week. So, mm-hmm. I, for me, I'm just like, wow, they're still doing, they're still doing really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I'm not sure on the numbers, but, Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem like they're doing bad at all, and it looks like this will pick that back up. Um, you know, for the people who play, I do know there are still people who play um, the like handheld games. Mm. Like they own the system like for that, and for me that like I get it because you can't like up until now you can't get it anywhere else. But those like handhelds like the DS and the 3DS, they're so clunky, mm. like. They're not fun to play on for me anymore. Like I have the like the Pikachu 3DS, the like weird import one that I was so right. stoked to get, and I used it for a while, but now it's just back in its box, like mm-hmm. like just straight up back in its box. And like I'm even on the verge of like maybe I should just get rid of it. I'm never ever gonna play this ever again in my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It. Um, 
I think it's a good step for the series. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're. I don't think they're gonna like centuple down and like only make Pokemon Go games or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, this is like a little something to get into and get interested in while they're working on their core Pokemon game. Yeah. So right. you know, as far as that goes, I'm like, hey man, all this does is give them more opportunity to you know continue working on the game that we want and also i get to play a pokemon game during that time so i'm i'm positive on it all around yeah yeah definitely i uh yeah i agree it's and like i said i'm getting more and more positive on it the more gameplay and shit they show because this is essentially like i said it's it's basically red and blue with some pokemon go built in which is what i want pokemon go to be Exactly. So this is like, at worst case, this is just going to be Pokemon Go, like what you want it to be. With a story. Yeah, in the very worst possible case, this is a really good Pokemon Go. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. And it, now it's going to be a ball hanging out of my front of my trousers at all times. You should buy two of them. Mm-hmm. That's one pretty hang, cool. One hangs just a little lower than the other and you don't know why. Yep. Okay. So Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the other game coming out uh, also on Friday the 16th. Also something that I'm probably going to be forced to buy, even though I've already bought it a fucking hundred times in my life. Sid Meier's uh-huh. Civilization VI coming out on the Switch uh, from Firaxis. So, I mean, I really can't, like... I don't know if this is including any of the DLCs. Like, historically... Um, I don't know. Historically, when Civilization comes out again, you don't get any of the DLC for free. Which is, right. like... I've bought all the DLC, I think, so I don't know that I would want to have to buy all that again. And, of course, the screen shows downloadable content. So, like, if they said, hey, you get all of them except for the most recent, I'd be fine with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, like, I, I don't know if I could justify buying a $60 game again plus, like, $30 worth of DLC. That's just, like, you know, that's a straw this camel's dick can't bear you know yeah so we'll have to see how it goes <clears throat> yeah I, I don't know is switch the place to play a game like this though is i mean qu- first with question uh, I civilization i think it works fine um mm-hmm. it's certainly like i've already said several times like i would not buy city skylines on console unless that's mm-hmm. absolutely the only way you can play the game and enjoy it which like i think everybody should probably mm-hmm. um but it, you know, if you have the option, I would go a different direction with that. Um, yeah, and that's how I feel about this. Like, I oh, I think I think this would work fine. I mean, this game is not reliant on really precise mouse clicks or anything. This is all hex based. Uh, it's relatively slow paced. There's a it, like, for the most part, the the game will automatically bounce you to the things you need to be clicking on. I think it'd well, be fine. I I feel like the problem is even playing these on console Mm. i just it feels it feels clunky to be moving a joystick around when yeah it's really meant for like click here that's definitely true like like, even on even on mobile like i downloaded civ 6 on mobile Mm. um they had like a i don't know you can play so many moves and i was like i just kind of wonder what it feels like Uh to, to play the game and it's exactly what i thought it's um it's frustrating to move characters and it's just kind of clunky Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think, I think for me, I, 
Yeah, I think I'd go with the same route. Like, if you can't play this anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play that's, it. that's really the play advantage here. Um, yeah. Is, I guess, the... Uh, it, it, it could be good. Portable. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong on that. It could be really cool. I just don't know that I would I would spring to get it on Switch. But this is certainly less egregious than... Um, like, oh my god, can you imagine playing, like, Pillars of Eternity on the Switch? Yep, let's not do that. Oof. Like, this is this is a lot better than a lot of its <clears throat> similar-styled point-and-click games. Yeah. But, um, again, like, I would definitely get it on PC if you could. Press it's, I mean, it's a lot cheaper by now on PC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, you're, like, no matter what, if you've had a gaming computer in the last, like, five years, your computer can handle this game. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, even yeah, in the yeah. last, I, I'd probably go much further. I'd probably even double that number and yeah. still bet that you could run it. Um, so yeah, I mean, You're... I guess it's cool that it's coming out for the Switch. It's always fun to talk about um, Civilization. It's yeah, I mean, Civilization's I really mean, it's good. Such a great, I, it's I a mean, great game. Yeah, yeah it's something great. that you can have a lot of fun, a lot of enjoyment out of forever. You can pretty much endlessly replay it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's tons of different people to play as. Who do you, like, you know, who do you want to be? Do you want to try someone else? They each have different perks. Maybe even you run into somebody and they're using something against you that even just, like, gets the gears uh, turning for you to go, maybe I should try that. I mean, that perk's really cool to have. Um, And then there's, of course, the victories. You know, there's so many different types that you can go for. And yeah, the the way that you like, I mean, mostly what I do is like, you'll get, you just kind of play a few matches and just let yourself get fucked up. That's fine. Just to learn, you know, um, mm-hmm. figure out somebody that you really like to play as that fits your style. So I, I like to play as China. Um, mm-hmm. and then start playing a few games with them and just figure out how the game wants to progress, like what you're getting bonuses and advantages in. And then eventually you'll learn like, oh, okay, like China's really good at winning these cultural victories because you can set up this massive empire with the extra builder and it's easier to build wonders for you. And you can set up the Great Wall that not only does it really allow you to turtle up in the game, but like it makes you really hard to defeat militarily because it's just hard to get into your ship. And then also it's giving you like essentially like wonder and like culture points through just having it there. So like right, you'll build up like a really dominant like empire really quickly um for sure so you know you'll just kind of learn that kind of shit as you're playing yeah <clears throat> cool um that pretty much wraps up all the games that we had um some great ones hitman 2 spyro reignited fallout pokemon um even uh Civ 6 coming to the switch um yep. for this this next week so um yeah, let us know what, what game that you're most excited for um, over on Twitter or for sure. um, on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we're just excited to hear about it. If there is anything that we missed that you wanted to hear about, um, mm-hmm. you can also let us know on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and we'll just drop it in next week. Yeah. All right. Uh, we don't have a lot for, like, we don't have any alphas or betas or demos or anything. Um, but we do have a, a cool little, like, Fallout 76 like pack of stuff. If you go to playstation.com backslash fallout 76, um, you can of course check out the launch trailer for the game. 
but as well, uh, there's some giveaways down at the bottom. You can actually pick up all three uh, avatars that they're giving away. There's mm-hmm. a Nuka-Cola bottle cap, uh, Vault Boy giving the thumbs up, and Vault Boy with, uh, what is that thing called? A Fat Man? Is that what it's called? Uh, uh, yeah. It's the mini Nuka launcher. Yep. Yeah, Fat Man. Um, so, and you can use those to... You know, use them as your avatar on the PlayStation. Um, as well, you can enter a contest to win the Power Armor Edition, which comes with the wearable uh, T51B Power Armor helmet with an actually like voice modulator that changes mm-hmm. your voice. Um, a, uh, a canvas duffel bag, uh, the glow-in-the-dark world terrain map, exclusive steelbook case, collectible Fallout uh, 76 figures, and uh, tricentennial bonus digital items, which... Um, uh, comes with some like paints and skins for different outfits, uh, a Vault Boy mascot head, an Uncle Sam outfit, and more. Um, and the last thing that you can pick up is an exclusive PlayStation 4 theme. Uh, it's a little dynamic Fallout theme that just changes everything to uh, crisp Fallout, like the white and yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, there's also wallpapers, I guess, that you can download there. Nice. Um but just some little stuff that you can pick up. Uh, and yeah, I definitely enter. dig that uh, theme. Yeah, for sure. There's there's some good stuff there. Um, and it's it's pretty easy. I recommend not doing it from your phone. It's kind of a pain in the ass there. But um, almost anywhere else, it'd be pretty easy to pick up. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the news. Um, one of the first big things that we wanted to run through was the Microsoft uh, XO18. Um event that they had um which is kind of like their uh i don't know inside xbox yeah yeah it's like their sony experience um it's like xbox insider um so you can get a look you know we talk with they talk with every like all of the uh, major developers and they try to do reveals and other stuff like that um so i figure we just kind of like fly through it uh one of the biggest things and we actually posted about it over on um over on our Facebook, is that Microsoft has acquired Obsidian Entertainment. And not only Obsidian Entertainment, but in Exile Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, Obsidian, known for uh, Fallout New Vegas. And, uh, yeah, what else are they known for? I don't know. For, uh, you know, Obsidian did um, Knights of the Republic 2. Uh, they have, like, a tank warfare game that's sort of a competitor to World of Tanks, but not really. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, they did, like, Pillars of Eternity 1 and 2. That was a really big... Uh, Tyranny, yep. which is like an offshoot of those. Um, they're like an RPG studio, most, for the most part. Um, yeah, for sure. And then additionally, uh, in Exile, which is... Yeah, that's the one I'm not too sure about. Uh, Wasteland 2, Bard's Tale games. Um, they were Both studios used to be part of Interplay, uh, before Interplay went down. So... Um, okay. Sort of a similar lineage, I guess. Um, they've both kind of touched, uh, like, early, like, Fallout products and things like that. So, um, right. you know, Microsoft has now picked up these two RPG studios. Um, yeah. As that well are... as, wasn't there another one that they had picked up before? I can't. I wish this showed it. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure. Let me look up. Let me see who Microsoft actually... uh... I mean, they got uh, Ninja Theory, right? 
I think they did, yeah. Um, just looking... I have no, this isn't what I want. Yeah, that'd be a hard one to, I think, figure out. Hmm. To figure out exactly who, um, who Microsoft owns. Because they own a lot, so it's like you'd have to trudge. I mean, through yeah. Over the last, there's like own. five news stories. Over the last, like, I guess two years, year and a half, um, they've really been like grabbing some shit up. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, they have. Yeah, I mean, it's showing first party. They're like for the United States, three four three in exile, Microsoft Casual, Obsidian. Um, is it the initiative? Uh, turn 10, the Undead Labs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Europe has Lyft, Mojang, Ninja Theory, Playground, and Rare. Mm. Canada has the Coalition and uh, Compulsion. Yeah. Um, and then second partner, they have a lot. Like <laughs> Certain Affinity, Harmonix, Iron Galaxy, Saber, Signal, Armature, Playful... Europe has creative, um, hmm. yeah. I mean, they, they have they have a lot. It's just so much to go through. Yeah, they have, uh, and like I said, they've they've really been going on a spree lately. Um, uh, and seeing their former slash defunct stuff is like, fuck, that's rough. Yeah. Seeing Lion's Head on there, yeah, that's brutal. That fucks yeah. me up, honestly. Just like shaking your goddamn head, you know. Mm. Like, why? (laughs) Yep. All right, that was enough of that. Um, But yeah, uh, I think it is kind of cool that they've grabbed these two. Um, Hopefully they do right by them. We've been talking about it for, I feel like, the past few months. um, Mm. That they have... uh, They've been, like, hand-picking people and studios. Mm -hmm. And it's like they're gearing up for something really big. I don't know if it's like the next console push that they're trying to get ahead of a game yeah um, it definitely um could or be something like that um, or maybe we're just reading too much into it i yeah. i can't tell what like what's happening but they're picking up people who have like like 15 plus years experience mm. of making not just experience in making games but making fantastic games like there's nothing bad in their past and it's really weird Mm. Um, or, you know, 15 years at the same company, which is pretty crazy. Um, right. And then they're picking up stuff like Obsidian, which, I mean, they're kind of a powerhouse in the role-playing industry. Yeah. Um, So it's, yeah, um, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, it seems like, in my opinion, it seems like they're really trying to... Um, get ready to gear up to just make a huge push. And what it seems like they're going to push is probably, um, like, streaming or a a console that its point is basically to... um, is basically to, you you know, push Xbox Games Pass. um, Mm -hmm. You know, kind of earn that subscription model. I mean, Microsoft's been going that way for a long time anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, fucking, you have to subscribe to get Microsoft Word now. So, yep. you know, it, it's, it seems like they've been moving in that direction and they're getting ready to really just, like, try to... I mean, if they could say, like, hey, here's the next Obsidian 
like breakout RPG that's gonna like you know something like Pillars of Eternity that brings a dead genre back and you can only uh, you know you can only play it only get it here on Xbox Games Pass like that would be a game changer yep and that's exactly I mean that's exactly what I'm hoping for like I like I've mentioned several times in the past like couple months hmm you know, I, I've been dabbling in their Game Pass. Like, I'll get it for this, and then I'm over it, and then I yeah. just drop off. Get it for this. Um, and, I mean, that would be, you know, I think that one would, uh, that would be really good if I, you know, if it really, like, I could really sink my teeth into something, something new and fresh mm-hmm. uh, in that role play. Like, we've been playing Divinity a ton. Like, it's not like, we you know people don't want that kind of game, right? You know even even Grim over here is like yeah I'm thinking about getting Divinity too, right? And I feel like a lot of that's I mean I feel like a lot of that's just from watching uh, or hearing us talk about it and watching us like play it. Mm-hmm. So I mean it it's it's definitely not dead and it yeah. just takes you know a little bit of a little bit of money to you know properly show it in the the right light and then. You know, taking that, taking that, uh, you know, that risk into trying something that you might, you might not be a hundred percent on, or you know, something you might think is like dead, right? Because it's definitely not. But I think, uh, yeah, Obsidian, that's that, that's pretty cool. I'm excited for them and in Exo mm-hmm. to actually have something big behind them, giving you know, giving them the old slimy college push. Yeah. I didn't have to say slimy there. I know all about slimy push. Maybe. Um, so they talked about a few other things um, at the uh, at the XO18. Um, Crackdown 3's release date has moved from the 22nd of February to the 15th, uh, which is why would you? Um, players in the Battlegrounds also come into Game Pass. Uh, Phil Spencer also uh. came out and said that there were some improvements coming to the Windows Store. Um... Which, I'm like, all right. Um, it needs it. <laughs> Hellblade, uh, Hellblade's getting a physical edition, uh, which is kind of cool. And coming um, to Games Pass this December. That's good. Yes. Um, as well, they showed off uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, and uh, they talked about some of the like mini games that you can do in uh, the Winnie the Pooh area that you'll be you'll have access to. Um, which isn't really revealing, but I think we do have a video for that too um, here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, final, the Final Fantasy 13 series is going backwards compatible, as well as a ton of Final Fantasy games are coming to the Xbox One, yep. including 7, 9, 10, 10, 2, and 12. Uh, wow. That's all 2019. That's pretty cool. Um, Civ Rev is getting uh, is going enhanced for the Xbox One as well. That's a little um, So, a little dated, but, you know. People uh, love yeah. that backwards cap- capability. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Sea of Thieves is getting a new game mode called the Arena. Uh, basically, pirate crews will face off against each other, and that's going to be showing up in 2019. Um, nice. And uh, State of Decay 2 is adding some new weapons, gear, and enemies with a uh, kind of a large content update. Um, <laughs> Just Cause 4, they were showing off some more stuff. There's a new trailer for that out there if you want to see that. Devil May Cry 5 has a, a, a practice mode, basically, called The Void. 
Uh, yeah, I haven't actually seen anything on that yet. Yeah, but um, I imagine it's just you know Capcom. A lot of their games are very like. Um, like look at Street Fighter when it comes to the fighting yep. game. You gotta do like quarter circle, half quarter circle, like button, button, like up, up, down, down. It's just like whole thing. X. And <laughs> yeah. I, I think this game kind of has a similar thing. Like, how do I do this move that I just unlocked? Uh, so I, you know, a little practice mode yep. uh, might be pretty good. Uh, Minecraft timers. is adding a patch where they're gonna add in cats and pandas in the world. Oh my good god! Finally, right. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is getting a new challenge tomb, as well as we have some DLC uh, news on that that we'll talk about. Um, yeah. Mouse and keyboard support is coming to 14 uh, Xbox titles, including Bomber Crew, Warface, uh, Daisy, Warframe, Strange Brigade, Deep Rock Galactic, Warhammer Vermintide 2, Moonlighter, Wargroove, War Thunder, and Fortnite, as well as a couple more that's coming on November 14th. Um, yep. They're looking at a bunch of arcade games for winter, kind of referencing their old summer of arcade games. Uh, mm -hmm. Forza Horizon 4 has an expansion on Fortune Island coming out later this year. And they um, talked about these games coming to Game Pass, you know, including uh, Battlegrounds Void Bastards looks pretty cool. Hellblade. Yeah, Ori, I'll pop uh, up a video of that. The, of course, Kingdom New Lands that's available on fucking everything. Um, let's see. Hello, Neighbor. Uh, Agents of Mayhem. That's pretty cool. Thomas was alone. He um, was. Always has been. So there's all that shit. Yep. Let me uh, let me grab that video really quick. Sure. Just take a second here. It's pretty cool. Yeah, for that void for that void bastards game. Um, just because it was like it was one of those things that I was like, hey, I, I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it, but uh, let's get that going. Sure. Um, so it has a really interesting art style to begin with. Very, mm -hmm. it's almost more, um, like more comic book than it's definitely more comic book than like Borderlands. But it has that same, uh, kind of that same look where everything has that hard edge to it. Um, but we have no idea really what the game is about. It looks like it, there's a, uh, um, it, it looks like kind of robotics have taken over and they're mass. Uh, producing people mm. that can have these uh, backpacks on their back, yeah. and the the backpack has a hole that jacks into the back of the user, and uh, you play as the user. The person is just kind of like an extra, but you're more as a backpack. <laughs> um, but some of the like cool things that were that that you know we've seen just through the video, um, like. You can get kind of creative, like throw a grenade in a room and then shut the door, lock people outside, uh, and then uh, like airlock them into space. Um, looks like it has a healthy amount of upgrades as well as uh, what you, you described it as something earlier. What was it? Um, I thought you read about it. Um, it was like a tactical, a tactical first-person shooter. Yeah, yeah. Like um, yeah, it's like a mix of System Shock and. Um, Something. What was the other <laughs> game? It was like a really popular fucking sci-fi uh, space. You're in a little spaceship and you have to like manage your spaceship as you're like pushing through. You're like choosing a route. God damn it! This is fucking killing me. Yeah. It was such Did a fucking say... popular game. People talked about it all damn day. 
Did you say what it was earlier? And I'm we just forgot again? Literally I don't no think fun. you figured no, it out. I never remembered it. Let me I have I own it. Let me dig into my fucking Steam library over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it. <laughs> I have two hundred and seventy four right. goddamn games to look at. So we're That's never ever figuring it figuring it out. Um, I think you can also get this on PC. Uh, it's a humble bundle. You can get it through Humble. Um, it's a humble game. So it's available, you know, PC, Xbox. Um, since Grim was asking about it, but yeah, it looks super cool. Um, so definitely, if you haven't looked up a video for Void Bastards, go look it up. Not a long game either. I think they said, uh, you know, roughly like ten to fifteen hours. FTL. FTL. If you saw it, um, yep, I'd have to look. Um, subset like a, games. Yeah, that's it. Oh, was that the one that was? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I remember this. Where you're going on like runs, runs and builds, where it's like, oh, let's see if this works. Nope. Oh, let's see if this works. That didn't either. It's pretty I much. I've had better runs in my shorts. Uh, yeah. That's damn true. Um. Yeah, I, I remember seeing it. I, I mean, I don't think it was something that I was like, "Damn, it looks good." Yeah. I mean, was it? It's been a lot of opportunities solid? to get it free. I didn't love it. Everybody else loved it in the world, so I was wrong. So this is how part of the game is set up, but then the other part of the game is a first-person shooter. Right. Right. I, I mean, so, I, I mean that as far as like moving through levels. Um, yes. Kind of like choosing a path to like, oh, do I go? Do I want to jump into the? Uh, you know, do I want to go to the Lava Planet or, like, the Frost Brigade? Yeah. Like, how, which one's going to help my, my route better? So, it, that's something that you did in FTL. For sure. And FTL kind of had a cartoony style. Yeah. Yeah, th uh, this one kind of it definitely reads like a comic book, though. Just from what we've seen here. Mm. Where it's like, not everything's moving. There's, like, the, the, a the action piece is moving in the scene. Everything else is very still. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let's check out that uh, Kingdom Hearts trailer showing off um, uh, everything Winnie the Pooh. Um, and we'll get a look at this big crispy Pooh. Mm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they said that uh, this area is going to have uh, a ton of mini games. It'll be interesting to see how it's introduced. Um, I don't remember how he was introduced in, uh, in 2. I I know you mentioned it, but I I don't remember doing anything. Yeah, he's in uh with the like in the little lab that you show up to visit your like Final Fantasy friends in Hollow Bastion's town. Uh, he's uh -huh. in there. I don't super remember how it plays out. I think instead of collecting pages, I think it just unlocks as you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um. And and th that's what I really liked about one. I really loved that you like you collect it and it's something you do as you go. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you do. Um, that that you're gonna you know you're gonna spend a lot of time like a healthy chunk in there, um, all at one time. It's it's spread out. Um, but they did have a pretty cool Kingdom Hearts trailer that you know showed off um, tons of characters, tons of Heartless and uh, and the Hundred Acre Woods. So mm. uh, definitely go check it out if you're just uh, you know you just can't wait for this game. Um, yeah. I mean, it's setting up a lot more, like, story stuff. Um, but the Kingdom Hearts story is so convoluted that, like, you would have to watch, like, six-hour-long YouTube videos to even be ready for this shit. Yeah. 
So, so you know, make sure you're ready for it. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Um, um, we talked yeah, about that with Drake, that, I think. Um, what was that? I said, yeah, we talked about watching all that Kingdom Hearts stuff with Drake when he was on our show. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Drake had a good rundown. He had, like, six quoted videos to reference. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, We have the trailer for uh, their first DLC titled The Forge, which is coming out uh, this Tuesday, the 13th, Um, which is kind of like a lava zone. I don't know. Like, typically the... uh, the the uh, Tomb Tomb Raider game DLCs kind of I think overdo it. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, like in the second game, there was like Baba Yaga's like fucking trap section, which like I, I don't know. Like I'm really into these games in general, but sometimes I'm like, all right, I, I think you're kind of overdoing this a tad. I mean, I I generally find their multiplayer stuff to be a. Um... It feels like they're just trying to keep their audience for just a, a little bit longer. Yeah, it's like, okay, like, so not only did you have to collect, like, 20 things in every square foot of this game, but also, uh, that, that stuff, and I really hate, like, the timed challenges and shit, because the whole, like, the puzzles of the game are already pretty much all timed challenges. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but I think, I, I don't think the game was multiplayer, but I think you can play this multiplayer. Yeah. Or co-op, whatever. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's just the this DLC currently, and they might have a mode. Yeah. I mean, it, it has sort of like a competitive mode that's sort of like the Uncharted multiplayer, which is extremely bad. Yeah. Um. So I wouldn't recommend that to anybody, my worst enemy. I didn't mind the Uncharted stuff when I, like, it's not something that I, like, sat around and played all the time. Right. But, like, I would play the game, and then I'm like, okay, what is this? And I would check it out. And I actually didn't hate it just because of how smooth it moved. That, I mean, that was really Oh, nice. yeah, it played surprisingly well, especially on uh, Uncharted 3. Yeah. Um, it, it was really cool. Like, you could... Like, there isn't a lot of games where you can legitimately sneak up on your enemy. Mm-hmm. And you could do that in Uncharted. Like, just out of the blue, you could just get... Just ganked in the side just because there was, you know, an enemy hiding somewhere. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. Then I guess you keep going. All right. So, um, as if things weren't already looking extremely fucking dark for Destiny, uh, I guess there's been an extremely weird like Activision earnings call. Um, basically, earlier in the week, Activision said they were quote disappointed with the sales of Destiny Two. Um, <laughs> so basically, what they said was we're looking at new ways to monetize our games. And we'll be putting out content more frequently as a result. Um, However, Destiny's director, Luke Smith, uh, said, We are not disappointed with Forsaken. We set out to build a game that Destiny players would love, and at Bungie, we love it too. Uh, He also said, Building Destiny for players who love it is and will remain our focus going forward. So, um, basically, like... There was a lot of opinion when Destiny 2 first came out that it was kind of favoring casual players. Um, so it had some, like, endgame problems. Um, Forsaken was a shift in the opposite direction, emphasizing the expansion would keep hardcore fans busy. Um, apparently that's what they're focusing on. Uh, their second expansion called the Black Armory is coming out in December. Um, 
So basically it said uh, it could be a sign that the company does not plan to return to the casual first strategy that it implemented with Destiny 2 whenever it's, uh, you know, I guess Destiny 3 comes along. My issue is like Destiny 2 had a lot smaller audience than Destiny 1, partially I think because of backlash of how small Destiny 1 was according to like Promises. Yeah, I, I mean, Promises right out of the gate, I don't even think had to do with scale. But I think it more so had to do with you're going to be playing this game forever. Uh, yeah. That, well, that's what I mean and, by scale. Like they said, "Hey, we're oh, going to build on this like, game for ten years," and what they actually did was, "Hey, we're going to release ten games one a year." Yeah. And like, it, yeah, pretty much. I, I thought you meant scale as in like you know going to Mercury and then all the way you know all the way out to like uh like Neptune. I don't know. Um, they, I mean that's. That's what they kind of um, established, or maybe that's what somebody said, mm. and then they didn't bother to correct any of that. Right. It's kind of the same issue as um, No Man's Sky had. Yeah, like our like when our boss went to conference for this and came back, and he said, he said, no, this game is an MMO. Mm. The whole game is a solid MMO. You play it just like World of Warcraft. Right. Now, after seeing it and playing it. What like why would he end up saying that? Yeah, I don't know. So he, I mean, he said it was a first-person shooter, but it was a first-person shooter MML. So that you know, you're gonna see other people. Like I don't know, I don't know why he, what like why that was thought of. Like we had Sony reps, Microsoft reps that were all talking about the game. They nobody corrected anybody, and then. And then they have kind of the nerve to go, oh, I wonder why 2 didn't do so well. It's like, mm. you dumb asshole, you lied to your fucking fan base the first time. Why would they Why would they buy your second game? Yep. So stupid. Yeah, and um, it's like, okay, so we, we sort of geared Destiny 2 to sell to, like, new people to bring on a new market, and that kind of sort of backfired, and our fans didn't super love that. So what we're going to do is double down on our small user base and target a niche part of that. Because yeah, this one didn't is... sell enough. And it's like, okay, so, like, when Stephen King writes a book, the market is Stephen King readers. He's not pulling in new people anymore, right? Yeah. But imagine if the It movie was like, we're just going to put the exact pages of the book on screen and have Dilbert Gottfried read it. It was a dark hallway! And then they started gangbanging! <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's, it's like, okay, we have a really niche market. Most people think, how do we expand that market? Fuck, I'd watch Destiny that. 3 <laughs> thinks, how do I drill this fucking market down to 20 people? And yeah, like, I well, get I mean, that. Like, um, I, I understand that, like, they definitely did get fucked for not, like, catering to their more hardcore fans. Which, to be real, like, you know, the first Destiny had a huge audience, you know? Oh, like, yeah. MMO audience. But I, I, you know, there was like a sour taste and, you know, people weren't happy to see a a second game come out so quickly. And, you know, they didn't lose the majority of their market because the, like, final raid wasn't long enough. You know what I mean? Like, they lost it for totally different reasons. Yeah, and, like, you uh, know that they're thinking with putting, like, you know, saying this. And it says Destiny 2 focusing on dedicated players going forward, mm. and that's directly from uh, directly from 
the director. And wait, right. who's the director? Is it this Luke Smith? The director of yeah. Bungie. Yeah, not like the director of this game. Not like the yeah, director of, all of, of DLC. Like Bungie. <laughs> and you know, you know exactly. Like for me, I'm like, this is exactly the the thought behind it. We're mm. gonna focus on our uh, on our like hardcore fan base. And then you think, well, what would his hardcore fan base be? Well, they gave the game out free, literally everywhere. So now it's everybody who owns the game is the hardcore fan base. Whether you play think. it or not, that is that's what they think, and that yeah. is so crazy. That's like that's like here on Twitch, going, I have to get to, I have to get to affiliate, I have to get three concurrent viewers for uh, for a full month, and in every stream have at least three to get to affiliate, and then right. that's like creating two bots and putting them in your lobby, right? After exactly. you're done, you're still not going to have nobody watching you. Right. I mean, and it, like, it helps you with nothing. Those two bots are not going to be like clicking on your links. They're not going to be sending you money as a subscriber. Yeah. Like, They're not even, like, yeah, yeah we, they we can't even bring follows like, in. So, you know, it's one of those things where, like, okay, so me looking at users in chat right now, we know that Graham is on here. He might be doing something in the background or whatever, but he'll occasionally chime in and piss me off. Yeah. We, right. I, I think we know Slow Cool is somebody. <laughs> And Drake Hell looks familiar. Uh, um, Commander Root is yeah. familiar too. But like, you know, I think whether I you, think, I think some of them are. I think some of them are uh, like automatic follow bots. Surely one or two of them are bots. Like we we've yeah. got a little chunk. I mean, right now, so it says as I'm watching, and I know that this isn't always accurate, but the watching now thing says four. I'm right. one of the four. I'm right. watching. And then in our chat, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people that aren't you and me. Yeah. So are five of them not watching? They're just in the I think, chat. How's that possible? I I wonder if five of them are Autobots for like for like um that that could come from various sources. Yeah, I like, have no idea. Like they notice the tag. It spreads like a virus. Um, you know, they yeah. notice the tag like gaming news, and they or it's a talk show podcast so let's go tack on or whatever and like you don't have yeah. to say something i'm not out here like ooh, russian bots are trying to destroy twitch or what the fuck ever but like it you know <laughs> it, it's like um that's gonna happen anyways so if you count on your entire market being bots you're probably fucked right because again like uh, subs is great getting those chits uh, what is it getting the bits from people and bits. stuff that's really cool when somebody comes along if somebody donates to your paypal it's awesome but the real money is in like adding a link to your website where you control ad revenue or getting an ad. And to have yeah. an ad, you have to be able to prove viewership. You know what I mean? Like for uh, me personally, just on my personal page. Something, I guess. Yeah. Like me on my personal page, I like, I'm like, I just want people to hit the follow button and then right. come back right. because that's, that's the, that's the point. The point is, isn't to make like a ton of money. Right. Which like is, you know, over the last, yeah. like over the last year, what like I, I, I didn't I didn't make barely anything. I basically made off like what like free um Twitch like two fifty a month. Like Amazon yeah. Prime subscribers. Through Amazon exactly. Prime subscribers, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but and I, I mean I did have one guy donate which was awesome, so now I'm gonna get a condenser mic. Because he, yeah. he cared enough to come into my stream and chat and he's been back, which is the most important thing. Well realistically he was probably like, yo, this dude's voice sounds like shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, God. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like that's a hero. Yeah, it just it, it sounds terrible. I don't know what. Um, but yeah, I mean, and 
that's like the most important thing. And in their case, people hitting the follow button would be people following their game and enjoying it. Mm. And they don't have like there's not a large amount of people. Like, they're like, okay, this many people bought the game. Well, you can cut that right in fucking half because you gave away the game for forever. Mm. And it, it's like, they, they could track it with who bought the uh, the expansion. But I, I can guarantee the people who own the game, at least half of them don't have the expansion. Mm. At least. So it's like, and then the people who do have the expansion and don't care... You know, they're like, well, I bought it, or, you know, I thought I would be into it, and I'm not, is, mm-hmm. is still pretty high. And it's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it, it, it's ridiculous. And I know that's how they're thinking about it. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> so, I, I don't know. It's, uh, for, for me, I'm, I'm just sitting here, we're like, well, we're focusing on the dedicated players. It's like, yep, yeah, probably should have thought of that before. Uh, you you, you know, lost your dedicated players, probably. Before you lost all of them. Yeah. yeah. Or like, And it wasn't your, because your the chance. game was bad. Yeah. The game's not bad. It's just... You did some weird, some, like, shady some shit. Some terrible decisions. Yeah. trust you now. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Um, all right. Speaking of some shady shit. Oh, uh, here we go. So a second live-action Star Wars show has been announced for the, uh, like, Disney Plus uh, you know, stream competitor or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, yep. I don't know how you'd want to refer to that as. But, um, uh, yeah, Bob Iger basically announced that, uh, you know, Lucasfilm is developing a second Star Wars live-action TV series focusing on uh, Diego Luna playing Cassian Andor from uh, Rogue One. Um, so that was really cool. I mean, Diego Luna was one where he was like, yo, when you guys are doing some more Star Wars shit, just let me know when I'm in. <laughs> so... Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, I guess this is going to be a prequel because he is Rogue One. Um, mm-hmm. Like that's his call sign, isn't it? Um, is it? So I think, uh, I think he was Rogue One because uh, you know he was the original like rebel that picked up uh, sort of the main character or whatever. But anyways, um, it's, it's, so it's gonna, sort of going to be a prequel about some of his backstory. This is going to, of course, be along with. Um, what was the other show was like the Mandalorian thing, right? Yeah. 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 So that, that definitely that could be dope. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there is some interesting stuff um, cropping up with the the Disney Plus. Um, it could be really I, good. I mean, I would prefer I like, to just see the shit on Netflix or whatever, but like, you know. I imagine this thing's, yeah. thing's going to do incredibly well. Yeah. Um, especially with uh, with like parents and kids, because I feel like they're going to release the entire vault mm. of things that are in the Disney like library. So you know, like Little Mermaid comes out like every couple years, and they release it on Blu-ray, and then they put it back in the vault, and then you can't find it again. Mm-hmm. And it's like really weird. I remember trying to find um, what were we trying to find? It was Beauty and the Beast. Ashley was looking for a Blu-ray copy of Beauty and the Beast, and She's like, sure, I could buy it from, you know, like, this place or that place, but it's not like a, I, I don't know, I guess it wasn't like a, like, Disney, like, packaged, and, yeah, it, it was kind of just like, here's, like, the DVD, like, B-quality release of it. Um, right. And, yeah, I mean, I feel like they're just going to put all that stuff on there, and... Mm-hmm. 
That's a smart way to go. And now, yeah. I mean, they have Star Wars, a ton of stuff that they can do. They have Marvel, a ton of stuff that they can do. Yep. Um, yeah. Star Wars, obviously. I think, I think it's going to do well. Yeah. It'll probably do well. I Like, I know they're going to, they said they're going to launch a lot cheaper and then, like, kind of move into a regular price that you would expect or whatever. I wish right. that they could just, like, get their fucking shit figured out. Like, again, mm-hmm. I, I think it would be fine to just have this attached to Netflix. Like, just make a permanent deal with Netflix. I mean, Disney co-owns Hulu. Because Hulu yeah. is, like, a partnership between uh, ABC and something. So, like, just put all your shit on Hulu. I don't get it. I don't get why they would, like, axe all of their deals. And they have they have deals with Netflix. They have deals with Hulu. I just Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if they're just going to cut those deals. You know what I mean? I they imagine are, I mean, they will. they're already having to lose money by cutting these deals. So I don't understand yeah. what the benefit is of like, you know, let, let's cut six deals instead of just three. And then just instead of merging all of our shit over here where we know we have a fan base, we know we have this user count. I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's I, really I, think, I think they're going to, I think whatever they're putting out there for, mm-hmm. um, for like Netflix or Hulu or wherever, yeah. uh, they're just gonna pull that back and they're gonna put it on their own thing. And, and th- I mean, that's gonna force people to go over there if yep. it's something that they want. Um, so I mean, it, it's getting to the point where you're gonna have to have, you know, three subscriptions anyway. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff you can't get on cable, but you could get probably two thirds of it on cable. It's really so. Yeah, it's like now it's just turning, you know, the streaming stuff is just turning into a cable bill anyway. Yeah. So, Damn. it'll be fun when they all make a partnership and they're like, and you can get all of this on our blah, blah, blah cable package deal. <laughs> yeah, really? So, all the streaming into one big cable package deal. That, that's, that'd be great. that's definitely coming. There's zero chance that's not coming. Oh, my God. That's just fucking disgusting. <laughs> Although, if that's what it takes to kill cable, I'd be happy to have it. Let's be real. Fuck cable. <laughs> I don't know. There is something really nice. I don't know why. I, I don't think I could watch South Park without watching it on Comedy Central. Ooh, boy. Yeah, I've been watching I, it on Hulu, and I, let me tell you. Like, I love seeing the commercials good. in between. Like, yeah. there's nothing like watching last week's episode, hearing them talk about Red Dead, and seeing a Red Dead commercial. Yeah. Right there, just perfectly placed. I mean, uh, I don't that's, know. That there is, are, there, there are instances. That's something to consider. Yes. All right. Um, And I know you put this one up there, but uh, new Jurassic Park DLC is coming November 20th. Um, I'm excited about that. Yeah. uh, Like, I still haven't played this. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, it's definitely something that you need to, like, just, you need to, like, catch it. Like, it's, um, I don't know, like, if you were... It's simpler than Planet... So I was talking about Planet Coaster a couple weeks ago. So this is actually good, you know, good timing all around, I think. Um, sure. Where, like, uh, Planet Coaster, my, my main beef with it is that it's extremely complex. And it is 0% user-friendly. Like, they're like, hey, we know what our fucking game is. And this is for people that thought that uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon was for little baby bitches. You know what I mean? Like, it's so complex. Too complex, really. Um, yeah. And the tutorials are absolutely horrid for it. <laughs> so, and that's not unusual of, like, sim games, because they're kind of catering to that hardcore audience. Um, 
so you know and i get it in a lot of ways but like um you know jurassic park was a lot more user friendly is a lot better tutorialized the missions are really fun to play through the graphics are amazing um it's really tightly locked down still like there's no steam workshop user space presence for it they're really keeping it under wraps for now it's probably because it's a third-party license right but um you know it's it's really fun you got jeff goldblum whispering in your ear the whole time it's like some asmr mm-hmm. shit i got like an extreme boner and, the entire time i'm playing and 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 now with this expansion not only Ooh. do you have jeff goldblum whispering Hell in your yes ear, but BD, the secrets, Big Dick Wong. The, the secrets of dr woo uh-huh. uh is starring bd wong as the doctor um it also introduces unseen locations dinosaurs challenges and yep. a new story uh featuring the doctor yeah and like the um, um that's it, pretty it's, it's pretty big yeah and as well as just like they always do um frontier always if they add dlc they also just have a huge patch that gives you a bunch of shit for free in the game anyways uh so here they mm-hmm. say a free game update will be coming the same day that uh introduces optional day night cycle for some campaign missions uh new dinosaur behaviors additional contracts and large capacity feeders so um <laughs> just in general like they do a really great job of supporting their shit that they make um it, uh, like, i do want to point out the amount of shit that bd wong that bd wong's in B, uh, like He's i'll in just be watching everything. any given movie and fucking big dick wong walks on screen and i'm like you gay son of a bitch <laughs> and then it like pans to him and then it pans to me and my eyes are hearts and then it pans to him and he's like kind of worried he's, but yeah <laughs> i mean it's great like like what was i watching the other day um uh he was of course in the newest season of american horror story obviously he was great um, in that. he was not as good as the like black warlock he was amazing he was real good He's so um, good. Well, he, he, really he got a MCU. big he got a big chunk of screen time, didn't he? Hell yeah, he was a yeah. like a major player. He lasted longer what, than the other guys. Spoiler alert. What was the what was the other thing that I saw him in recently? I was like, what in the fuck? I mean, he was in Gotham. Yeah, he was in Gotham as. Um, yeah, he's in everything. He's a doctor. Kind of hold cool on, I'm gonna, yeah, he's always a doctor too because he's like the smartest looking person to ever live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that might be a little bit of like weird like asian american like subtle racism but it's working for me yeah dr hugo strange um he was who he played he was (laughs) well dr hugo strange um who is uh he was a villain in dc he's a super he's one of batman's super villains um i mean um yeah so he was also uh he was in all the seasons of mr robot it looks like uh, yeah, Gotham, okay. like you said. He's in the current Jurassic World movies still. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here. He's been on Law of course, SVU for a thousand years. Yeah. Um, he plays he... the same character. He plays Dr. Wu on Nurse Jackie. How the fuck did they pull that off? Um, I don't know. He is uh, Lee Shang in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Of course. That's dope. I think he was... Yeah, he was Shang in uh, Mulan. Uh, he was, of course, in um, pretty much every episode of Oz, back when HBO was just starting to get a big dick. Uh-huh. He was in the Jackie Chan Adventures as Gangster Number 2. Ooh, okay. That's a big breakout. <laughs> I cool. mean, this, yeah, he's he, been he, in everything he, for like 100 in, years. Yeah. 
And it, like, can't stop, won't stop. You're going to keep seeing this mm-hmm. guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know BD stands for Big Dick. It's gotta. You know it does. This son of a All bitch right. was born in 1960. He's almost 60 years old. Nice. He looks amazing. Just... Jesus. Asian don't raise just... him. <laughs> That's what they say. Damn. All right, we'll go ahead and move on. <laughs> uh, so there is a YouTube app as uh, available right now for your old Switch Arena. I need to smack that um, Netflix on there, boy. I I swear I hear I heard something about them in talks with that. They're discontinuing so Netflix on the Wii. Yeah, they are. All, all streaming on the original Wii is going away, so I think that means that they're like, well, we'll just cancel that contract and roll it over onto this one. I think they're trying right. some shady shit, basically. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, if they can get those people that have been using the Wii to yeah, buy the right. Switch, uh, to buy the Switch Jesus. just for a, a streaming... Dude, uh, if that's I, a, okay, that's if a I could w. watch my fucking Netflix in 1080p, I would kill myself. In my living room. <laughs> I'd be hanging from one blade of the ceiling fan. <laughs> It'd be rotating like fucking TK Baja Full from speed, baby. Borderlands. Full speed. Turn it and up! <laughs> is it real until your heels are dragging the walls? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm not joking around the, over here. I mean... The, T- the TK Baja reference. I don't, it came out of left field, and a spoiler alert, I'm sorry. Oh, man. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was yeah. All right, so you can grab that. That's pretty much all I had for that. Yeah, it's free. Um, Go download it. Why not? Yep. Uh, as well, uh, the Rockstar, the Red Dead Redemption 2 companion app is fucking amazing. Uh, I, I mentioned it, I think I've mentioned it a few times, but the things that you can do with it is more than just like using it as a map, which is incredibly useful. Um, it, it also, while you're not playing, you know, you can take your tablet with you or whatever, if you're using your phone, you can actually read through the, uh, through Arthur's journal. Mm Mm-hmm. And check out all that stuff that he, you know, might have taken notes on, or if you're in the middle of something, any anything that you pick up, you can read in there. Um, as well, aside from that, you can also browse the catalogs for the shops mm-hmm. right there on the tablet, and you can purchase stuff. It tells you you just log in, and it tells you how much money that your character currently has. And if you were like, you know, I need a new outfit, but it's like lunch break or whatever, just pop out your tablet. You can actually, or your phone, you can just. Um, you know, get the outfit that you want for your character, and when you load it in next time, it's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, um, set up, okay, what's my next mission I want to go do? Set some shit up on the map. Yeah. Well, the map, you have to be... I think the system has to be on to connect. Oh, does it really? I think it stays unconnected. That's kind um, of Yeah, it's 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 a little it's a little weird on that front, yeah, but... Yeah, right. That's weird. I don't like that. It, yeah, it, like, that that part really doesn't bother me, just because there's not really... Like, a setup. Like we've said before, you really just go from point A to point B and then back mm-hmm. to point A. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's not a big deal. But I, I was just browsing the other day, and I was like, I wonder what else it has to offer. And looking through the catalog was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was I'm just like, right this now, is Because I didn't realize you could do crazy. this. Yeah. Um, as well, uh, there was, like, a little list on, um, on rockstargames.com. Of things that will make the game easier for you. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so, as you know, if you lose your hat in combat, I just wanted to kind of run down them really quick. Um, as you know, sometimes you get in a fight, and if you get knocked down, you get back up, and, you know, your character's hat fell on the ground. But let's say it's in a mess of bodies and other hats, so you just, all right, fuck it, I'm leaving. You can actually just go to your horse, and you can actually just pull the, you can put the hat on from the horse. Um, no. As well, you can switch between, uh, you can store a uh, winter outfit on your horse and a summer outfit on your horse. Yes. So if you go really to a smart. winter place, that's really good. Um, so for faster looting, like let's say you're looting multiple things, you can actually just hold the loot button, and he'll mm -hmm. continuously just grab stuff off shelves. So yeah. instead of like pressing it and waiting for the animation. Um, you can quick view the map by holding down the option button rather than pressing the option button and then navigating down to map. You just hold the button, and it pops it up instantly. Um, there are alternate controls uh, you know, within the control menu. Um, you can actually melee on a horse. So if you're riding and someone rides up next to you, you can hold the circle button or the B button, and you'll do like a kick or a melee mm -hmm. attack. Yep, I've, I um, have accidentally noticed that I can do that. <laughs> you can... I mean, I feel like everyone should know this, but if you tap down on the directional pad while aiming, you can view down uh, the sights for any weapon. Mm -hmm. um, not just scoped weapons. So that's pretty cool. Um... Uh, if you've lost a legendary pelt, like while you're out in the wild, it's automatically delivered to the trapper. Oh, that's so cool. that's pretty good. That's really um, good. you. You can actually hands-free travel on the horse, um, just by picking up a little bit of speed and uh, on the PlayStation, just holding the touchpad button to bring up the cinematic camera. That's really really good. I, like I use the secondary app, and I'm like, I know I'm going like the companion app. I know I'm going here, so I set my marker. And then I just pick up speed and go. And then, you know, you can sit there and it gives you a nice, like, look around. Uh, it does, like, a cinematic camera, so it looks really good. And I think that's cool because they actually set up a cinematic camera that's used. Or, you know, a use for the cinematic camera. Yeah. And one that I didn't know about, to fire a shot up in the air, simply hold the L2 button and tap up on the directional pad. Mm -hmm. And you'll fire a warning shot to intimidate witnesses and other uh others yeah um so it's not a lot but even if you learn like one thing like holy shit you know my lost legendary pelt was just delivered to the trapper that's awesome um you know it's useful you can check all that stuff out over on rockstargames.com um and uh and more if you have more of those that uh use you know more things that you think are useful um you know definitely uh make it known drop them a line or uh you know, usually on Twitter, um, you know, make someone make someone known if one other person uses what, you know, your information. That's uh, that's pretty useful. Yeah, like there's some uh, there's definitely some stuff like the game is not great at tutorializing. No, so there's a lot of things where you just have to figure out like, oh, if I hold down select, it'll automatically open the map or whatever. Like, yeah, um, a lot of times if you if pressing a button does something, if you hold that button, it'll do something that you're likely to do after using that button. So yeah, that's, that's something to, I guess, keep in mind. <clears throat> okay. Oh. So, um, Patrick Soderland used to be head of dice. Uh, he recently left, um, EA, mm -hmm. uh, earlier this year we heard about that. So now we know what he's doing and it was because of an earnings call as always. Um, so he's actually making a new studio called Embark under uh, Nexon, uh, which is like a mobile games company. Um, so they did not reveal Embark's upcoming products, but Patrick Soderlund did talk about some of his goals. 
Um, he said, quote, I believe games are on the cusp of changing radically thanks to new technologies. Connected players, big data, speech recognition, cloud computing, advanced AI, and more will open up new play, enabling developers to build a wider range of experiences and for players to create and contribute. Um, Embark is a group of veteran creators eager to move beyond current play experiences and into the future. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I like this is something I've been saying about VR. Like, I don't know that VR is the thing for games, but it is a big technology. So, like, yeah. I think they need to find out the next new thing. And, like, imagine if somebody just invented a new type of game. Like, we can't really conceive of that right now, but, like, yeah. at so some point somebody was like, hey, what if I made, like, playing cards? Would you guys play it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. everything was invented. Like, when somebody was like, hey, you know that you can, like, kind of make these little bits move around on the screen? Well, what if, like, it was, like, a little ship and it shot people? Like, every game genre was invented. It's not yeah. always obvious. So, you know, it's really cool that he's seems like he's really trying to try something new. It's probably going to be mobile-based, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, which... I, I think it's kind of a setback. I don't think VR or mobile is the way of the future, especially the future of video games. Yeah. Um, VR is fine, that, like, but... Yeah. It, it's cool, yeah. but obviously nobody's hit it yet, and it's starting to... It's taking them so long that it's like, are you going to hit it? In video yeah. games, it's more... It, it, to me, it's more gimmicky. Now, if you're using it as like a simulation piece for mm -hmm. uh, like military, medical... Um, I think it's an invaluable tool there, mm -hmm. but for video games, I don't, I, I just, I, I don't see it. And I don't know why I don't like, I just, the idea of being the character is really cool, but I don't think that's the way of being the character, yeah. you know, punching your TV and kicking your dog. Um, right. Like, I mean, when you play a video game, you kind of don't want to, you know, be doing roundhouse kicks mm -hmm. usually. Usually. I don't know. Sometimes you do. Some people get really pissed at Mortal Kombat. That's true. Cool. Um, so we talked about a game uh, a couple times already called Atomic Hearts. Well, they've finally released a little bit about uh, their... a bit more about their game on, you know, what it is, when you can pick it up. Yeah. Um, so their beta is releasing on or before December 31st, 2019. Usually you see December 21st as a placeholder date. Um, it is a little bit of a placeholder date. I imagine it'll come out a little bit before. Mm -hmm. um, but they've also announced their editions. They have the digital download edition, which comes with access to the beta version uh, that we're talking about that's coming out in the fourth quarter of 2019. You also get a full copy of the game for PS4 or PC, uh, early access to the game seven days before launch, and some cool dis digital goods, which includes behind-the-scenes, art book, and soundtrack. Um, you can get all that for fifty percent off. You can get it for thirty bucks, right now. That's that's dope. That's amazing. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Atomic Hearts, but it's a holy shit trailer. It's, it's like Soviet Russia Bioshock. Yeah, like it's crazy. Uh, you can also pick up the Deluxe uh, Founders Edition, which also comes with a Founders badge for your in-game profile, unique in-game Founders uh, mask, and as well access to the Discord, the private Discord. Mm -hmm. uh, that one is forty four ninety nine, um, and that's kind of like if you're looking at this in Fallout's case, the first edition would be the standard edition that you buy at any retailer. The second edition would be the tricentennial edition, and right. then this third edition would be somewhere in between a collector's edition and like the tricentennial edition. And that extra 
comes with a personalized in um, a personalized in-game ID with access to a unique location, and as well your photo and name placed on the wall in a safe zone, um, so you can you're kind of like immortalized in the video game, and that one is ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they're doing this. I feel like they're trying to get uh, like. Like, I haven't looked into Atomic Heart, or, yeah, Atomic Heart, um, yeah. like, as published and, you know, published and more. Okay, so they, uh, Munfish is actually publishing and developing the game. So yeah. I wonder yeah. if they're, like, trying to get uh, some early adapters on so they can get some extra money with funding. Well, yeah, shit. I mean, they probably are like, yo, how are we going to pay all of our people for publishing. next summer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Um, this this game I think looks incredibly good. I don't think there's a reason to not back this, mm-hmm. um, even at the like lowest level, and that's still gonna save a good amount of money. Yeah, I mean, what do you spend thirty bucks on that you definitely don't need in the video games? You know what I mean? Oh, dude. There, I feel like there's a lot of <laughs> my stuff fucking that you spend. Steam account is like a monstrosity. <laughs> it's like, hey, look at me over here. Your Steam, yeah. your Steam account just has a it's like, please play me. Um, but I, I think supporting something like this is just so fucking important, especially because of how good it looks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely go check that out. And being able to play that by like Christmas, that's awesome. That's dope. Yeah. So I, I, I'm definitely on board. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back it at at some level for sure. Yeah. Cool. I just wanted to point that uh, that goodness out. For sure. Um, so yeah, we additionally have um, Wargaming, which of course is uh, the studio behind like World of Tanks, World of Warships, uh, others. Um, what they made the new Masters of Orion or some shit. Um, some. They've they've done a lot. Uh, And they're an extremely powerhouse studio. I know a lot of people that work there or formerly worked there. They co-built the usability lab at um, Full Sail. Like, you know, long history with these guys. Um, They're working on Pagan Online, which is a um, kind of action RPG online game. It's got a pretty interesting announcement trailer here. Um, So this is like... Sign up for the trials, um, which is, um, you know, they're, they're going to select who they want to do, uh, you know, beta or alpha, I guess, access. Um, so it's described as an action hack and slash role play video game set in a fantasy universe. The world is inspired by pre-Christian mythology. Players can explore it alone or cooperatively. Um, so it's cool that they're kind of branching out to, like, try out other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's uh, I don't know, we'll have to see how it goes. But uh, definitely could be something promising. It's kind of got like a kind of a interesting, like funky art style. Um, like they're not going for like cartoonish, but they're going for like a little. Um, I mean, it kind of reminds me of League of Legends in a lot of ways. Yeah, which a lot of people do. So you know, that's not like a you know, it's not like a black mark against them for looking like that or anything. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of gameplay, um, mm-hmm. like how, how that looks and how that feels. Um, yeah. Yeah, we definitely need to see a lot, lot, lot more because like yeah. this is a teaser. This is not like a gameplay video or anything. This is, um, it, but even the teaser, like, teaser looks great. 
Yeah, I mean, it's almost like Blizzard level. Um, yeah, it's definitely Blizzard. a step under, but... Yeah, it's, it's yeah. working toward that direction, I think. Mm-hmm. Now you can check that out at pagan-online.com. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, continuing um, on from there, this one's pretty spicy. This one is, holy shit. Um, kind of so, Yeah, a couple days ago... Uh, during a uh, a special announcement stream for Final Fantasy XV, uh, what is his name? Uh, Hajami Tabata. Um, yep. He announced that he uh, he was and he is of course the um, the director. He announced that he was resigning and not only resigning from Square Enix and uh, all of that jazz. Mm. Um, that that they're canceling seventy five percent of the DLC for Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, pretty much um, all of the outstanding DLC except for whatever their pretty much their last one that was basically ready to go. Yeah. Um. So he uh, said hello to everyone watching the program. Um. He said that it's been almost two years since the release of fifteen, and he believes the only reason that they're that they got that far was because of the fans. He thanked them all, and then he said uh, the personal announcement is that I'm going to resi- resign from Luminous Productions and Square Enix Group as of October 31st, um, which I believe that had already, yeah, that had already taken place. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was, everyone got word on, of this on, like, November 7th. Yeah, so basically um, he was like, hey, I want to let you know that I already resigned. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it, it it's kind of crazy, Um I was actually talking with uh, with uh, someone I know, a really big Final Fantasy fan, and they brought up some good points of like the DLC was what we had to look forward to. The character yeah. DLCs didn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't matter that Ignis, like how Ignis lost his sight, or you know, we saw that in game. We don't need an in depth look at his life before. Right. Um, Quite honestly, I think the life before, and even <laughs> shit during picking up the game, it, it was boring. Yep. Um, and the biggest thing is your main character. Actually, usually in a Final Fantasy game, there's a love interest, mm. and something happens, but that something never happened in fifteen. Those two mm. actually really never even got the be face-to-face with each other during the game. We didn't really get that interaction, ever. Um, It was mostly told via note, passed back and forth by a fucking, basically a carrier pigeon that happened to be a dog. And that was it. So the DLC could have shed some light on a really cool character that we didn't get to see any really amount of. Uh, She did, like, one cool thing the whole game. Um... Yeah, yeah it, it's just, it, it's crazy. And I'm really hoping that how this works out is they just decide to wash their hands and move on. Uh, um, that really is, because later on, um, the stream announced that all the uh, announced DLC, aside from episode Arden in March, has ceased. The PC version production has ended with no further updates planned. Um, mm-hmm released comrades multiplayer dlc will be standalone on uh ps4 and xbox one um it's fairly shocking announcement 
uh, who was a year into a new IP that started with the Final Fantasy 15 team and moved into production, which was set up earlier this year to help him with the game and cross-media products. He was expected to be the new name and face of Final Fantasy for Square Enix. Um, last night, likely as a portent to today's announcement, Square Enix announced that Luminous Productions suffered, quote, an extraordinary loss, which is a business term for an unusual loss as a result of a business transaction of over $33 million. Oh. So, Oof. I wonder, like, I, I am really interested in what happened with him. Um, yeah, uh, like... I think we're going to hear, like, he's somewhere. Because, like I said, he was... Like, they pretty much just wrote everything that he was working on off, it sounds like. Um, yeah, it, it it's very weird that, like, they keep trying to progress Final Fantasy into this, this realm. <laughs> and, yeah, into this realm of some kind of game. Like, I don't know why game companies do this so often. They yeah. look at it and they go, we have this fucking, like, this chance, this lightning in a bottle. And I can put this up there with, like, Pokemon on the Switch. Yep. Pokemon on console. Literally our whole lives, Pokemon on the console has been treated like fucking garbage. And yeah. all they have to do is do what they've already done on this other thing. And right. move it over here with updated graphics. It's not even that crazy of a notion. Yeah, nobody's like, out here wanting uh, fucking Pokemon to come out with like Final Fantasy XV's art quality. Like, I mean, th this isn't how it happens with yeah. um, with with art in any sort of way. You don't right. sit down to draw a uh, you know a portrait and come out with uh, I, I I don't know some fantasy creature. Right. Even if it looks like shit, it's still that portrait. Yeah. You know, it, it it all depends on your skill. And I mean, it doesn't yeah, become something different. It's it's really weird how yeah, there are these things that that seem like no brainers. Like the Final Fantasy VII remake was a no brainer. Yeah, basically, it's Easy. like you like people are huge fans of Final Fantasy VII, including people that never played it and don't know anything about it. Right. And, and you know, they every time they re release Final Fantasy VII again, it does good sales. Um, you know, like, taking GTA Online, that was a no-brainer. There's going to be yes. a Red Dead Redemption Online. It's a no-brainer. That's where the money's at. So Actually, like, in, they've announced uh, end of yeah, the month. Yeah, it's going to be toward the end of the month now instead of... Should have been, like, yeah. probably this weekend or something, but that's fine. Perhaps. That's to be expected because they definitely had issues getting GTA Online working and everything, too. But, yeah, um, yeah so it's like, there, there's these certain things that's like, you literally cannot fuck this up. And then they're like, hold on. <laughs> It's almost like they're looking for idea. Yeah, they're like, how can we turn this into something else? How can and I it's like, why, why does it have to be something else? And Apple doesn't try to be an orange. <clears throat> At some point, let it let it be. I mean, really, what needs to happen? Final Fantasy sixteen, which is, I mean, Final Fantasy fifteen had huge sales. Like, oh yeah. When Final Fantasy fifteen came out and I played it, I didn't like it. I did not get very far into it, and I was like, this is trash. And a lot of people loved it. A lot of people had a good time with it. A lot of people I know beat it. And yep. it, I mean, regardless on if it was liked or not, it made the money. So mm -hmm. what they need to do with Final Fantasy 16 is realize what people like about Final Fantasy. Make it weird. Make it very Japanese. Make yep. it fantasy. Because yep. they're getting it. They've been trying to get into this weird, like, modern sci-fi shit for so long. And it's, it does not work. People don't like that. I mean, like, it can work, but you have to put it in there. It can't be the central focus. 
I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like they're and they've been doing like this. It's like weirdly modern but futuristic. But like everybody still has magic. But how does magic work? Ooh, it's weird this time. And it's like, yeah, you know, people ain't into that. And it, and it's, um, I mean, they need to get back to their heyday. And like, imagine if they were like, okay, you know what? The next Final Fantasy is a deep RPG. It's very story focused. It's turn based, strategic, elemental, rock paper scissors combat. Essentially, it would be like Final Fantasy X again. Yeah, it's like, but this like, is your character, this is the extended cast of characters, you yeah. know, introduce them one by one. Make your character and, customizable. Yeah, I mean, they don't even have to do that. They could make a character, like, look how many good characters have been oh, in Oh, yeah, we've got Vaughn, we've just, got, um... You, I mean, you've got... There's, there's different yeah, ways to look at it. Cloud, I mean, Barrett, now, like... Um, I think nowadays people really prefer to make their own characters, and games are really good at making that work. So I think that's yeah. something where you cave to modern sensibility, but then you don't on things like, um, you know, the fantasy setting, not trying to, like, make it modernized. The turn-based combat, not trying to modernize that. I mean, there are ways that you could make turn-based RPG combat really cool. Yeah. You know? And you don't have to be like, oh, it's just going to be exactly like the active time battle system from Final Fantasy VII. Like, yep. you can you could update that, and then they could regain their position. Whereas now, I mean, Final Fantasy XV is competing with, like, Assassin's Creed Origins, in my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, and more so with Assassin's Creed is they did a fucking event, a cross They did a event. fucking crossover with Assassin's Creed that nobody gave a it's shit like, about. It's like, shit. And yeah, they've, been doing, yeah, like, they've been doing really weird shit. Like, let's get uh, fucking Ariana Grande on one of these. Like, <laughs> how the fuck is that about to work? Yeah. It's, it's like, just very weird. And please, like, even the characters for 15 could have been fine. Yeah. Like, the main character could have been fine, but he didn't have to have these three other guys up his ass. Like, they were literally each one leg in his asshole. Yeah. And That's a three-leg ass. That that didn't matter. And, I mean, the personality of the main guy had the exact same personality as me, and guess what? I don't have a great personality. (laughs) It was boring as fuck to listen to this guy, so please stop making me in video games. Like, he was literally like, I'm angsty. I don't have a decision. Or, like, I have no good uh, feeling about this either way. Like, he's the, like, main... I can't possibly comment on this, what's going on right now. He's the protagonist of indifference. Yeah, basically. And I, they've I, like that's why I say let people make a custom character because they clearly haven't been making like a, a really strong personality character anyways. Like that's why yeah. I think um like Lightning was good but like started to get into that like angsty like I'm too good to comment on this shit which doesn't work when you yeah. have like when you don't get to make your own character. Um Yeah. Like that okay, so in like Nice Old Republic, it works that your character doesn't say anything because you just fill in whatever details you want in your own head, right? Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't work when there's all this crazy shit going on and then the character that you play as is like, hmm. And that's it. And they're voiced and you don't get to choose what they say. Yeah. Like, that like, doesn't work. That's why I'm like, just let it like character creator. I mean, they're already not using a lot of different there's, things. Yeah, like, there's a character creator for sure. Yeah, like Final Fantasy has this formula that would that works that they haven't touched since twelve. Mm. And yeah. then they're like, okay, well, let's make it different. And then they make it different, but they change all the things that they shouldn't be touching. Well, like they if they added the a character, exactly. 
Yeah, if they added a character creator, that could be interesting. That could be the lure of their next game. Guess what? You get to make your hero of the next game. And he's going to be a staple within the universe. Right. And it's like, a, that, it's a real, I mean, just do fucking, the Commander Shepard way. Like, you are amazing. the Crystal Might, and he, you can just build it however you want. Like, yeah. that kind of shit this could definitely be works. Your, this could be your favorite store in ES. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, like, it, it's, it's crazy. Mean, they've been doing really weird shit for a long time. Like, I mean, if you look at, like, um, you know, if they do want to go the traditional route of having, like, this one named character who's, you know, vital to the story or whatever, like, uh, Titus was really good because he had this certain viewpoint and the certain way he would act in the world is sort of like Naruto like, which is, you know, just like a Very. popular, like, sort of Japanese trope of, like, the guy that doesn't really know what's going on, but he's going to try his best, anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, like, Vaughn kind of was similar, but Vaughn, like, understood the world that he was in, and he was, like, as, you know, you playing as the player, you do want a bit of a blank slate, like, he doesn't have to be, like, a super genius, That that was the problem with Lightning, was that Lightning is, like, anytime anything happened, Lightning's like, oh, oh I know, I knew yes. this, and it's like, that's not interesting, yeah, like, it's cool the character... when, like, uh, like, Oren was one of the most popular characters, in Final mm-hmm. Fantasy X, because he knew what the fuck was up. And he knew the whole time, and he just didn't share because he was an asshole. Yeah. So, like, you know, that is he, really interesting as a character, but not as your character, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, right. like, Vaughn was good. And, you know, uh, like, there was, I mean, the, the supporting cast of characters was good enough in both of those games that they could carry the kind of downfall of your own hero mm-hmm. character or whatever. But it's like, I just wish that they would sort of start to understand that's like, um, I mean, exactly like you said, like the shit that they're changing in every game between game to game is the shit that works. Like throw out the shit that doesn't work. Uh, Look at it like civilization does. Civilization has what the three tier method or whatever, like throw out a third of the game that didn't work. Keep a third of the game exactly the same. Improve a third of the game. Yeah. And that's how they look at every um, you know, that's how they looked at XCOM. That's how they looked at the Civilization games. That's how they work. And, like, in XCOM 2, you could argue that the XCOM 2 story was not as good as XCOM 1. I mean, there's like, plenty of shit to I, say, like... But they were both I, good games, and XCOM 2 was inherently an upgrade. Civilization I would 6 love is inherently to, an upgrade. I would love to see these guys sit down. Like, I wish they had... I wish Square, for Final Fantasy, had a team. Hmm. And the the... Like, those players were meant to play, you know, those those employees were meant to, of course, test the game. Mm. But at the end, they were tasked with playing the game in its entirety and then telling you what they thought of it. And I if mean, they had yeah. if they That's... had something like that, like if the final question was was, you know, where does this rank on your score of Final Fantasy games? Where does mm. this fill in? And then they listed all of the Final Fantasy games that they wanted to list in that. Right. Um, and if it's anything under the top three, you should not be making that game. Like, well, part of my yeah, my issue too is that Final Fantasy fifteen specifically, when we're looking at Final Fantasy fifteen, they had at least two other games that could have been Final Fantasy fifteen that they threw out. Yeah, because we know for sure one they were like it's not working and they tossed it, and then a second one was like it wasn't hitting our audience the way we wanted it to, we tossed it. And started completely over from square one. I mean, this is from Final Fantasy Versus 13 got thrown out. They started 15. Yep. 15 got thrown out once. They released this 15 as it is currently. 
So, like... Probably should have been thrown out. What were those other two games? Like, If they were worse than this, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, probably what it was is that, oh, this is too similar to Final Fantasy X, throw it out. Oh, this is too similar to Thirteen. throw it out. And, like, I don't you understand don't have to reinvent the fucking wheel, is my issue. Like, uh, Final yeah. Fantasy has been doing something for a long time. They've been telling, like, a mysterious story about an amnesiac who is going through this crazy, fantastical world, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, I mean, this game didn't have a proper ending. This game didn't wrap up its threads because they had to shove it out the fucking door. Because it, they'd spent fucking 100 years on it, you know what I mean? Right. So, like... I, I don't understand like, how you can make a game for that long and not finish it. Well, I definitely understand. Like, I mean, I could see if it was like, oh, we have to keep polishing. It's not ready yet. Oh, there's this bug. I, we have to fix that bug first. Oh, I'm instead, just of making, instead of making DLC, let's just include it on the disc. I understand that. But, like, they, I mean, this. it's not like they had to cut some shit to move it. They just didn't have it. Yeah. They didn't have anything. At, at the eight-year mark, you should just go, I'm not making this fucking game anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what, just uh, that just about happened with Last Guardian, right? That dude was like, look, I'm making this fucking game, and we're going to put it out, and then I'm fucking taking a break. Like, it ain't working. This is supposed to be a PS2 game, and it came out on the fucking PS4. Yeah, dumb. So, like, just you know, terrible. I mean, that, that's definitely, I think that might be a cultural thing. I think the Japanese game industry has to adapt. Because, I mean, we saw that shift in, like, the, sort of, like, the PS1, PS2 era, where, like, the the Japanese market kind of gave way to especially going from like um like the uh PlayStation three and three sixty, it like American developers just completely dominated. Like yeah. um and I don't know whether that's due to changing tastes in games, like the market changed, that's possible. But either way, like the Japanese game market is having this big problem right now of like, you know, I made so I made fucking Dragon Quest six, but also it includes SimCity and it includes Minecraft and it includes nine Final Fantasy games and there's this online mode and there's a racing sim in it and it's like no dude just make the fucking game yeah like you don't need it, all like that. yeah it just I, I think that's my final point it doesn't have to be something that it's not it's make a good fantasy like, like fucking so they went and shit out Octopath Traveler. In, like, fucking two years on a brand new system, and it's amazing. It's fucking amazing. It's still just so good. Yeah. And they can't seem to capture that on a series that has over 15 titles and should be their bread and butter. Exactly. That's Square's, like, experiment team did that. Like, if they made a Final Fantasy Tactics today for Switch, I'd be on that fucking pre-order, bitch. I'd be getting the art book. You know what I mean? So, like, I, like they have the shit that works. And I think they're really going to get it when all these, like, re-releases come out on the Switch. When they mm-hmm. see that fucking, uh, like, Crystal Chronicles outsells Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition, I maybe that'll be the point where it's like, oh. Like, yeah. people like this weird shit. Like, people want to play the kind of quirky, really conceptual, weird fantasy when, when I think Final Fantasy, I don't think four buddies doing a road trip in their fucking BMW. You know what I mean? That's not my yeah. Final Fantasy. I mean, it, it it could be, but it was so uninteresting. Like, like I, I liked playing... Like, I enjoyed loading the game. I, I enjoyed, you know, watching the first little bit. I enjoyed even pushing the car. 
and getting the car to the gas station and talking. That's fun. And I enjoyed my first battle. I right, I, exactly. I had fun with all of that right there. Even yeah. the shitty characters. I was like, this is fine. But then they started breaking away, and it's like, okay, so I know you like this part of the game, but guess what? Now it's this other thing that doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I, I never used magic the whole game. I summoned one thing the whole game, yeah. and I beat it. Yep. And it's like, this is fucking garbage. Like, the game is like, are, are summons supposed to be incredibly rare? I thought you were supposed to be able to summon stuff. Sure, they're rare to other people, but you're the rare character that can do it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. Magic? Let's go ahead and toss one of these grenades in battle. But guess what? It hits everybody. Everybody on your team. So now everybody's on fire. That doesn't make any sense. Why would I use it? Yep. Like, you wouldn't. So, it, it, yeah. you had no, There was no point in going out of your way and doing other small stuff. It, like... It was a pathetically boring ride, and I was I got to about the halfway point, and I was like, it has to get better in the second half. Yeah. And it never did. I was like, it has to get better with this, like, Chocobo Festival that they're doing. Then they did a crossover with Assassin's Creed, and it never did. And I was... It just... They, they really need to look at their fucking game. And they need to make, like... Their next game should be called The Final Final Fantasy. <laughs> because if they don't make it on the next game, they're fucking dead. Well, really, I mean, like, think about if they just said, you know what, this got away from us. I don't really know what happened, but, like, here we are. We're making the Final Fantasy. I would buy the shit out of that. Yeah. If they were like, we're going back to our roots, we're essentially going to remake Final Fantasy VI, I would lose my mind, you know? Yeah, and so would everybody else. Like, there's That's not one want. person, if you asked... A- have you played Final Fantasy? And if that person said yes, and you ask them what their favorite Final Fantasy is, none of them would say 15. The yeah. only person that would say 15 would be the person who's never played anything but 15. Fucking Tetsuya Nomura, who's like, I spent 15 fucking years of my life working on that shit. Yeah. That's why it's called Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. Please kill me. Yeah. It just... that. Yeah, they, they just really need to rework the way that they're looking at it and if it is some sort of like cultural blah 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 like get the fuck over it yeah, we need like to because it you're making you're making trash we need to figure this shit out for real okay so that one went on longer than i was expecting so speaking Make of it. shit that just keeps going and needs to fucking die <laughs> almost he did he did die just saying but uh, i'm <laughs> spoiler alert andrew motherfucking lincoln has gone ahead and the minute that he was like, you know what, just fucking kill my character off because I'm done with this shit. I'm trying to move on with my damn life. He signed a fucking three movie deal for Walking Dead. Guess what? Like, that money was too much. What is that? Okay, obviously that's true. Like, I don't see anybody making uh, fucking um, Love Actually 2 out here. So, you know, he needs to work. And yeah, like, he doesn't have anything else. Yeah. And he's going to be typecast as Rick Grimes' is the, the rest of his career. So, yeah, obviously he's just like, you know what, I'm at least going to make my fucking money off of this on my way out. So I guess yeah. I get it. Like, I definitely get it. Like, don't get me wrong on that. But how the fuck is this happening? <laughs> like, what is going on? So they still have two concurrently running TV shows, right? Uh, Walking uh, Dead yes. and then, like, those bitches Fear on the, the West Coast or whatever? Fear of the Walking Dead, yeah. 
Wow, great. Love that title. It's amazing. Good, good name, huh? So, uh, that show was horrible. And, like, Walking Dead as well. I, I just been don't name. know. <laughs> yeah, like, also Walking Dead's out here this way. Like, they should have just named it, like, West and East Coast. That would have been fine. Yeah. Walking Dead Atlanta and Walking Dead Hotlanta is what I would have liked. And it has Betty White in it, and she's a survivor. Oh my God. And all she does every time you go back to the little, like, outpost is she says some, like, quippy Holy bullshit. Shit. Did you guys see that last time I nutted in that zombie? <laughs> Everybody's like, what? And she's like, oh, I'm just old and crazy. I'm just old. Okay. I'm just old. <laughs> and somehow she never dies. So she, like, outlives. Then in the show, they're, like, jumping years at a time, and she's the same it's a, age. <laughs> it's a Golden Girls offshoot. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, my God. Blanche is out here just fucking sawing shit in half. No, no, Betty White just talks about how she ditched all the other old bitches and That's just funny. kicked them to the curb. She's like, they were yeah, I was, slow. I was trying to get away, so I kneecapped Blanche. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I really don't understand, like, um, you know, like, the comics in the show have, like, fully diverged at this point, which is also happening with uh, Game of Thrones. Like, I just don't get, like... Probably what happened is they were like, you know what, these movies probably aren't going to happen. But, like, we have an option to do three movies, so we want you to sign on. And we'll determine in the future what to do about these. That's probably what happened. And this article, like, this fucking article is like a whole book. I was trying to skim through it and see what they were talking about, and I really didn't get it. So, I don't know where to go. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you from that. But, he signed that shit, and they're going to sue his ass if he don't do it, so. He'll just have to say yeah. something, like, really, like, racist or homophobic or something to get out of those when the time comes. I think they should have just made a uh, uh, a prank show with Norman Reedus. Norman okay. Reedus versus... Uh... Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus. I, I, that's, I already, think that's already it... happening. Yeah, that's already... That's, they already got a game thing going Sorry. on. He did... So, Norman Reedus' show actually was really good. His, like, little sideshow. Right, yeah, it was with like Norman Bikers... Bi- touch these biker nuts. Bikers bu- fucking with Norman it was Reedus. Called, it was called Truck called. Nuts with a Z. Truck Nuts featuring Norman's fetus. Um, but it was really good to see, like, Dave Chappelle and fucking, um, like, Negan and all these other guys that, like, rode with him. It was really cool. Um, I mean, there's other things that he can do. I don't think doing three more fucking Walking Dead movies is bullshit that people really only half-ass want to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, like, I, I think what's going on here is that they've realized that the show is, like, really rapidly losing viewers. Oh, it um, is. They're probably, like, sensing that fucking door closing. So they're like, hey, we got Andy Lincoln back. And, like, that'll bring back, like, seven fangirls. Well, I think it'll bring back, depending on where these movies take place, I mean, it can bring back a lot of characters. What if they did, like, died. Um, what if they so... had something that was, like, it was three movies, and it was, like, Tales of the Walking Dead, and it was just, like total like offshoot like weird bullshit and then like andy lincoln plays three totally different characters they're gonna turn it into american horror story but walking exactly exactly like they just triple down on an idea so they're like what would a like extremely like effeminate gay man who is also like a (laughs) ballet instructor but he uses like he has like ice skates and he uses the ice skates to like decapitate zombies while he's dancing (laughs) Like, well, what, yeah. it's Andy Lincoln. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. It's like, movie one is is uh, is Andy Lincoln, but what if he wasn't straight, and mm-hmm. he was, 
Like like he was he was a gay man. Extremely okay. gay. And se- second one is what if Andy Lincoln didn't have a wife, but he killed her before and he was a uh, an incarcerated criminal. Mmm. That was that's, and, uh, that's just Walking Dead season one. Telltale's Walking that, Dead. Got him. Yeah. Oh yeah. And is. then the and then the other one is. But he ate his wife, so that's interesting. What, what if uh, Andy Lincoln was like a hardened like military commander, and he was at the army base when all the shit went down, and he was leading the army? I would watch that shit. Oh, no, the third one I think should be: What if Glenn startled uh, Rick when they met, and he and just Rick bashed Cohen. his head in with a baseball bat right there? Damn. <laughs> R.I.P. Baby. Dude, I watched. Uh, and then Sorry every one of them, every one of them, Glenn dies the same way. It just yeah. depends on where. That actor is amazing, and Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to Bother You is a really good movie. Of course, I forget his name now. I was as soon as I saw him, I shouted like, "That's!" And I said the actor's name. Steven Yen. Uh, yeah, I was like, "That's Steve Yen." Yeah. Very good. Uh-huh. That was a great movie all around. Yeah. He's a pretty He's got, cool like, guy. Such a beautiful mustache. It is so. I would fuck odd. this dude for sure. <laughs> I'm looking into his wife right now. Oh shit, she's got me outclassed. I can't stand up to that. Fuck. Well, shit. Not a God so, damn it. Uh, he was born before, in Arkansas. That must have sucked. Uh, <laughs> so before uh, before we get to our final our final piece, I do want to say that Facebook already had fixed uh, allowing live videos to be pinned and put on your profile. What the fuck happened? I don't know. I guess it was down for two hours. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. All right. And our final piece, which I forgot to pull the article up, so here it is. Um, the strategy guide maker Prima Games is shutting down their beautiful uh, uh, books for games will be no more. Um, so who, who do we have left, if if that's it? Um, great question. I know I know Prima's, Prima's Brady, a big one. Brady Games is toast right um i'm not sure let me let me look at let me grab a collector's edition guide like a more recent collector's edition um i do have the prima official guide i think for fallout new vegas oh boy prima bought brady games (laughs) whoops well prima's like you fucked us over real good on this one yep prima made fallout prima made fallout 4 I think Prima just made like all these. Everyone that I own. Yeah, I think they had conglomerated like everybody that was left. Um, wait a minute. Uh, the report strategy guide imprint of publishing company DK. I don't even know what that is. Yep, Brady made the Borderlands 2 that I had. Yeah, yeah. Prima so games, I mean, um, I don't think there's much else. I think there's like a. Uh, yeah, I think it was Brady and Prima. I think those were the two, and they were owned by Prima. So yeah, they combined with Brady Games in 2015. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be making shit. I, I guess the company will have to make its own strategy guys now, huh? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be like an which ain't gonna happen. <laughs> like yeah, which sucks because like actually, let me look at one more book because I do have a pretty important video game book that. Um, Okay, so the art of the Last of Us was made by um, Dark Horse, mm. so that's good. Um, at least you know Dark Horse is still uh, out here slinging it back and forth. Um, 
I don't know where the Elder Scroll book is. Oh, here it is. Uh, let me see who made this guy. Bear with me here. Oh, damn. Do I have a table of contents, or what are we doing here? We don't do a table of contents just... anymore. Yeah, this one looks like it was made in-house. Um, made by Bethesda. The, the Skyrim coffee table book that came with the collector's edition. Um, so, I mean, I think they'll probably go that route for, like, art books. Mm -hmm. But I still really like collector's edition. kind Or collector's edition, like, guides. Like, the hardback guides. Um, I kind of like those as little, like, collector books and, you know, stuff like that. It, it was it, it was nice. It was just nice to have. And I remember back in the day, for some for some games, it's like they were really useful. But uh, yeah. of course, with the internet, the internet was obviously the thing that killed this. Yeah, like you know, I can't entirely. imagine. Like the thing that's cool about strategy guys is like the art that you get. Um, you know the the uh, little like quick tips, little handy note, like things where it's like. Oh well, not only, um, you know, not only do you get like if you do this mission, it'll give you like it's the evil ending, but it'll give you like plus six evil points. So this is a good way mm -hmm. to max out your evil score or whatever. Like little stuff like that won't necessarily be included when you're looking it up online because it's just some idiot that like was like, oh, here's what happens if you fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is cool that they like it's like extremely comprehensive stuff usually, but. Like you're saying, like I just don't see a market. I don't know how these guys have been open for the last six years. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive. Um, but I I mean there are games that I would just buy the like the guides for, like Dark Souls, Dark Souls mm. one, two, Bloodborne, like you every one on that three. Yeah, yeah it, I mean it was kind of useful, mm. and especially like I can't even say that I ever really used them. Like, it was never like I sat down and I was like, oh, I need to go left up here. Like, close the book and then go do it. Like, that's not how it worked. Like, I would die 400 times in Dark Souls, and then I would figure it out. Like, that's mm -hmm. just how that's just how the game progressed. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know how they managed to stay open, so good on them for staying open. And I hope yeah, they really. figure something else They had out. a good run. I mean, I can't imagine they had more than, like, two employees, but... Good yeah, like... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like all the people who worked on these are just going to go to, like, uh, like GameSpot and IGN and, mm. you know, become writers and collaborators on, like, the guide section right here on fucking Polygon. They're yeah. just gonna, that's where they're going to end up, I think. Um, so that's good. But it's kind of the end of an era. Yeah. So. The, uh, we get one. We, we're not even. I guess it's, like, final revenge here, yeah. Yeah, we're like fully desensitized to seeing the end of eras. So yeah. it's not like we get a new we get an end of an era like every other day. Pretty much. Like, but all like right. Square Enix is probably gonna shut down in like two weeks, so Yeah. That'll Who be knows? the end of a That's an end thing. of a fucking era. Yeah. Um But well, I mean I can't say they didn't have it coming. But they definitely have it coming. Yeah. It's like fuck, dude. Get your shit together. You know if what you Square, need to do. You just refuse. If Square and Bioware both shut down, that will be every game company I ever rested my hopes and dreams on having let me down. Yeah, but who's cropped up? That's really like like nobody. Police you in the last ten years. 
fucking nobody i got into bethesda but then they're like hey let's make all of our shit online i mean bethesda still has that but like you still got cd i mean that's new i got cd now right yeah yeah i don't think cd will let me down but that's one game every fucking 10 years i don't got that in me and that's also what you said, you know, 10 years ago when you started getting into, um, like, Bioware. No, oh, Bioware never let me down. <laughs> yeah, really? You know? Yeah, I discovered, that's like... The way like, the cookie crumbles. Early, like, right before Bioware gets acquired by EA. I was like, whoa, what's this? <laughs> yeah. I always, like, discover a company and I think I'm, like, the head shit in charge. Like, I'm the first person to ever hear of such a thing. And then it's like, oh, this person's already famous from doing X, Y, and Z. I'm like, Ew. oh god damn it! Yeah, whoops. But all right, well. that will be the end of uh, this episode. Thank you guys for hanging out. As always, head over to Facebook.com/backslash/MammothGamesInc. Check all the top news and video game stuff there, as well. Follow us on Twitter at MammothGamesInc. So you know we go live. All the normal stuff you always hear me say every single week. Thank all you guys for uh, joining us. For those of you who did, if you're listening live. Thank you. Don't forget to uh, uh, review. All the feedback lets us know what we're doing, what we're doing right, and what uh, we're probably doing wrong. So um, let us know. We appreciate that. Uh, and until next time, thanks. I'm Nightsworn. And I'm Filtercord. Have a good one.